Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that asks who knows whom, who knows what, because who knows why. This is a special edition. It is counting down the most downloaded episodes of the year 2017. So we've, if you tuned in last week, we did 10 to 6. I was here with my very good friend, Durok Jaisina, and we've had a week off. He's come back. I'm back, baby. It's good. It's good to be back. How was your last week? Oh, so much done. I had some, oh, man. We didn't really go anywhere, guys. <laughs> Going. I wanted to ask you about Christmas. I wanted to oh, talk. Yeah, it was New Year's Eve. Yeah, this yeah, is coming yeah. out of the first weekend, first New Year. I was going to tell you about my trip to Sri Lanka that oh, I'm yeah. going on technically tomorrow. But how, how was it? How was I'm Sri Lanka? Still there. How was the mother country? <laughs> Still there. Oh, thanks for flying um, in just for this. Yeah, I'm collecting stories for the podcast as we speak. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, last week, uh, Dylan and I talked about the, the how the podcast gets made, kind yeah. of, how the sausages get made. And yeah, then... totally. Uh, so in, the, in that same vein, I should I wanted to ask you as well, Do you, can you tell us a little bit about the starting of the podcast? Okay, yeah. Yeah, where the ideas uh, originally came from, the, in, the inspiration. So what, what it was, was for those who don't know, I used to host a TV show. Mm. And then I stopped hosting a TV show, and about three days after a quiz show as well, a quiz show, yeah, Six a, a panel show, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm, yeah. There's no reason why I'm not saying it. I'm yeah. just like that thing, anyway. And so I ha- about three days after I got the, you know, told that I wasn't going to do the show anymore. ABC kind of called me in for a meeting, and that was that thing of like, oh, what, do you, what can you pitch us? Yeah, and I was like, oh, to be honest, I'm not in the headspace to be pitching anything. Yeah, yeah. You're pitching a show about how a comedian uh, yeah. deals with his mental health, yeah. <laughs> health after yeah. being left. And so I, they, they pitched me a show and I said, oh, look, that doesn't sound like I, want, I don't feel like I'd be good at doing that. Like was that grow and transfer? It was. Uh, <laughs> and you said, no, it doesn't it, sound like it'll it work. A, oh, what's it called? It's Q, Q and I, Q, Q and A, Q and A, that's it, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you had me actually. Was, I went, oh, easy. Oh, I thought you were about to give it like... <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they pitched a show and that show didn't yeah. get up, so don't. It's not right. like someone else did it. Yeah. Anyway, so I um. Yeah, it was Rose Heyman. <laughs> yeah. So I, I went home. I went home. I thought, what what could I be good at? What do? And I, I you know I like the panel show idea because I like mm. hearing people talk about stuff. That the whole thing I like doing speaks and specs. It was because I love music. Mm. And I was talking to musicians about their passion. Yeah. And even if I didn't like their music, they're still passionate about what they do, and so I could talk about that. I found that interesting. But in the filming of all that to go behind the scenes of that. So it's kind of reverse engineered. We'll ask a question about, say, Leonard Cohen yeah. because Claire Bowditch supported Leonard Cohen and then she can go into that story. Right. And I was like, why are we doing this stuff? Why don't we just ask them the interesting things? Yes, go straight to the, the main, the and meat. So, yeah, and so I thought well, a panel show would be great if instead of going, oh, what are comics good at? They're good at talking about themselves. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Everyone's got stories. Yeah. It doesn't have to be comics either. Everyone's got a story. 
everyone's like everyone's got crazy families yeah. uh, weird holiday trips weird school incidents yeah. and that's why people bad like jobs. going to see stand up comedy because yeah. people they relate yeah. so i thought that's that's one thing and then i thought but people do like a game they like to play along mm. it keeps them involved totally and that makes it different to any other podcast out there really or i'm give, sure there's it gives it yeah it gives it some control some purpose yeah. as to you know uh, the journey there's a journey of the of and also the, if the so. podcast is all the story's no good i can just cut it off go all right next question moving yes. on so yes. it, it gave me as a host something to do and so i kind of set it all up and like so after that meeting i had two days i went home and went all right let's just do this yeah and i had like six different games i could do and you if you listen to the very first episode the last round is just asking general knowledge yeah, questions I think there was about Ad- people yeah like i remember and adam's good who won uh, the brown line one year yeah. or something like that i yeah. feel like it's ridiculous and then i played it to someone before i even released it and they said it's good but it's just it needs to be all who they are not yes. yeah because yeah. he goes, that's what the show's called. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, oh, of course. So I just <laughs> will get some more stories and ask them. So I think it was just the first two episodes may have that. And then there, are, and even in the second, I think in the second episode, I put some like clapping at the end of rounds. It was like, uh, I don't, well, I don't know well, what you, I was doing. You, you I was know, learning. You, you experimenting. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, and then I did that. And so um, that was how it kind of came about going. Comics are very good at talking about themselves. Yeah. That's their favorite topic. And this will give them an, not an excuse to be able to say it without feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm butting in. Yeah. The other yeah. thing with any panel show is comics are worried or, it, or anyone's worried, oh, will I get a chance to speak? Will yes. I say? Yes. I remember when I first did Spicks and Specs as a guest, Dave O'Neill said, just say anything in the first couple of minutes just because you'll get nervous. And if you don't say anything for a while, it'll be in you your build head. In your head. Build, yeah. Build, build. yeah. If uh, anyone wants to see that go badly, there is a Nick Cody, uh, his stand-up DVD uh, we did some commentary on it. I think it was me, Tommy Daslow, Carl Chandler, Cody, and Ben Lomas. Uh, and Ben didn't say anything in the first two minutes, and then he just shit himself for the rest of the whole episode. Was about when's Ben gonna speak? Yeah. And every time he'd make a gag, even though it was fine, yeah. It in the in the interest uh, in the this mindset of Ben struggling, it was just people just gave it nothing. Yeah. And he actually had a bit of a breakdown <laughs> afterwards. Like, he, he he nearly cried. Like, oh. so if anyone wants to see someone not taking that advice yeah. correctly, that's probably one to listen to. So this is why I like this one, because you'll get your story. Yes. You'll get to ask questions to someone moment, individually, you'll have... and you'll also get people asking you questions as well. Yeah. And so there's no stress of going, I haven't had a chance to speak yet. So, yeah. 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 Have you what, – what's the, um, the, the biggest surprising – positive thing you found from this and also what's the most uh, challenging thing that you didn't expect people liking it is the biggest <laughs> surprise <laughs> that says a lot about your self-esteem <laughs> but no it is that thing like when i did the possible campaign right. and i asked for six thousand dollars and we raised eight and a half thousand yeah, dollars that right. was so lovely to go oh people actually do care about this because podcast listeners and i very much am one myself mm. you kind of you know you go out of your way to find it and then you're listening to it on headphones which is also a very kind of personal experience listen mm. to anything on headphones because it's totally. just you so you're not listening to a group or anything like that and so you only have your experience you're not yeah. kind of clouded by what other people are thinking about it yeah totally and so i think podcast audiences and with even with the pitch of trying to get it up on tv when i go in there i'm like going this is not the end of the podcast mm. the podcast audience helps the television audience and the television audience in turn helps the podcast audience because yes. it brings more people to the podcast yes and so if you're listen to the podcast but don't live in Australia so wouldn't get the show. Don't worry, the podcast is not going to end. Right. 
if it gets up. If it gets up, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the most challenging thing that you didn't expect? Uh, just the amount of work editing it all. Booking guests, how's that? Oh, bu- fucking hell, <laughs> booking guests is the I knew worst. the answer, that's what yeah. I was thinking. <laughs> four people, like when I started off, I thought, yeah, four people would be fine. And then just trying to get everyone to do it before Thursday yeah. so I can edit it. And you have the extra challenge. Not only do you have four, like most podcasts might be two guests or something. Yeah. You not only have four, but you need to get enough time to gel the the questions yep. so that it works well. Yeah, there's homework yeah, from, yeah, yeah. for the guests before they even come on, totally. which I always feel bad about. Sometimes I don't even ask. So Sean McAuliffe, I didn't even ask him for any stories. Oh, really? I thought there's enough out there. I'll just find some stuff. I did that the first time Ed came on the show as well. Um, yeah. You don't want to make it seem like they're doing homework for yeah. you as well. Will yeah. I ask because I know he listens and I also know I know him well. Like yeah. he's a mate. So, yeah. But with Sean and Ed, who I don't really know. Oh, I didn't know that well before they came on. Yeah, gotcha. I was like, oh, I don't want to, you know. Yeah. They're doing me a massive favour totally. as it is. Yeah. Hamish, I asked because he's such a nice guy. Not yeah. that Ed and Sean aren't nice, but I know but he's such just a nice like, guy. Yeah, exactly. he'd, yeah, he'd like to do it. Anyway, so what we're doing today is we're going to count down the top five most downloaded episodes of 2017. And episode five is another live one. Oh. So episode 64, and if you listened last week, this, this episode even got mentioned. So it's Dave Thornton, Claire Hooper, Adam Richard, and Tessa Waters. So uh, Tessa's yes. first time on the show as well. Uh, so Tessa had just mentioned that she uh, she got a review from someone in, because this is a show that we did, Reviews, Reviews, yep. what you're going to do, what you're going to do with your bad reviews. <laughs> where, but just Sorry to cut you off. Uh, I was just going to tweet at you the other day, <laughs> but I couldn't word it correctly, because I was on a plane and I was looking at the, like, you know, the music sometimes, they have the best stuff, and there was an ABBA song, Knowing You, Knowing Me, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's where you got it from. Uh, yeah. And I was just going to tweet it. You say, hey, Josh, do you realize that most of your <laughs> most of your rounds are named after songs? <laughs> <laughs> just as if, like, I'm someone yeah. who just finally clicked onto it. <laughs> it's also who, 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 who yeah, is from, from the who, the who. Right? Yeah, but people, like, I remember Kate McClellan, I don't think two times in a row she went, Is are you a fucking owl? What's going on there? <laughs> but Tessa just in, in that round previously just talks about how she got a review in Edinburgh, and this was a guy just coming up to her on the street just saying, oh, that was fucking excellent. We love mm. that. That was so good. You gave us a semi. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And if you're, if you're a fan of comedy, don't say that to a comedian. Yeah, yeah. Especially, especially a especially female, female comedian. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this uh, round. Don't say it unless it's full chub. That's yes. what I'll say. <laughs> so this round is a story about Dave Thornton. So mm. it's called uh, Yeboo. <laughs> <laughs> This round is called Yearbook. In this round, <laughs> it's my favourite round, we go back in time to one of our guests' school days and talk about something important from their childhood. Today, we're going back to a young Dave Thornton Aww. and his burgeoning performing arts career. Now, we all know Dave as a stand-up comedian, but what was he focusing his talents on in the late 90s? <laughs> was it A? <laughs> he was cast as the lead of an educational video teaching kids about self-esteem. His character didn't get picked for the footy side and this made him feel sad until Geelong Cats player Gary Hocking came up to him and said, cheer up, mate. You know, I didn't get picked for my high school football team either. At this, Dave had to deliver the line, Gary Hocking for the Geelong Cats. Is that really true? And even though it really wasn't, Gary Hocking said, sure is, champ. (laughs) (laughs) Was it B, 
He was a member of a rap group slash boy band called Flipside, spelled F-L-I-P-S-Y-D-E. I I really hope so. I really hope that's true. Or was it C, he was a member of a breakdancing crew called Infamous, whose Mm. biggest break came when one night they were the halftime entertainment at the Geelong Supercats women's team game. (laughs) A, B or C. Now, one of these is true. You want to try and ask as many questions to try and get the true answer off Dave. Bear in mind, he wants your point. So he's going to try and answer them as if they're all true. Okay, the floor is open for questions. I mean, whichever one is true, I have a very sad past. (laughs) (laughs) None of those have put me in a good light, Hoops. Dave, which in in the band Infamous that you were in, um, what kind of, what boy band uh, character were you? Like, were you the pretty boy or were you the, the street dude with the... You know, earring in his eyebrow, or what? What was your? I, I did have an eyebrow ring. That was. <laughs> of course we can see it. We can oh, see the little index. Yes, and full Geelong. Uh, a girl slapped me, and I had to take it out because it was infected. So <laughs> Welcome to Geelong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then we dated for two years. No. Um, oh, that's uh, proper G banger. <laughs> Well, it was. I know what you. Yeah, this is a very lovely question. Was I the guy with the baritone voice just going, yeah? Uh, <laughs> so you were the bass. You were the bass, yeah. But no, what happened was uh, older mates of mine uh, who were Christian and Sean, they. Uh, and Matt Zuckerman, actually, they had a breakdancing crew and they were a bit older than us. And so we were like their kind of. <laughs> what did you call that? Uh, we were their kind of. Um, Hype boys. Yeah, but, but, the, but they were also teaching us, like. Oh, you were apprentices. Proteges. We were like proteges, <laughs> breakdancing proteges. Oh, you don't call it apprentice in the breakdancing world. <laughs> right. Protege, protege, okay. No, it's, it's protege. Um, it's French. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> breakdancing actually came from uh, Canadian Indigenous Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Through New France. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know what, uh, I mean, I was, I was lanky and uncoordinated. I'm not sure if that's a title for. So you didn't do any group. head spinning? Oh, no, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I could pop and lock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great for the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, these guys pay $10, they get extra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here all the semis pop up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yep. Can, can you hold a tune? Can I hold a tune? Yeah. I, I can hold a tune a little bit. You Not don't have like to you. hold a tune in a rap group. Well, no. In a rap group? <laughs> That's true in Sometimes a rap group. Sometimes there's a little bit of singing, though. No, but you just have to, in a rap group, especially in Australia, you have to decide whether it's going to be like, yeah, 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 what's happening? What, like I put on an American accent or just do that, you know, you're coming to me barbecue on yeah. Saturday? Like you've got to, <laughs> which side of the fence are you going to sit on? I love Australian hip hop's all about just summer days and chilling with the boys. Like, and American is just like, done. Uh, <laughs> Great. It's like Hilltop Hoods. I actually think they're a great band, but it's always references to the Adelaide Hills, yeah. <laughs> to taking that one tram in, all that kind of shit. The only that our, our, best, our best rap band comes from Adelaide. Yeah, it's brutal, isn't it? <laughs> it's brutal. Yeah, Flipside should have been given a better yeah. chance <laughs> at the title. Oh, what were the other names apart s- from Flipside? What were the near, near names? The workshopping what, names? Yeah, yeah, the workshopping names. Mate, that's a really good question. Um, I actually, no, in all honesty, I'm, I'm trying to think of some other names. I can't think of them. Because we were like, well, at that time, Eminem was coming through. And you're like, <laughs> so you're, you're workshopping confectionaries. <laughs> so maybe that'll work. We could be the crunch duo. I don't know. The jelly we'll be the golden gay times. <laughs> Guys, we're getting books coming out the wazoo. <laughs> Oh, then this is amazing. <laughs> Thorn Dog and the Polly Waffles. Well, yeah. 
Thorn Dog and the Bolly Waffles. <laughs> What's, uh, what was Gary Hocking like? Gary Hocking, well, like, like most football, I mean, at the time he was overweight because he well and truly stopped. Yes. Pulled um, the ripcord, as they say. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, he used to play, like, by the end of it, he'd get cortisone in his knees just to play a game. Yeah. So, like, when he was done, then he just blew out. <laughs> but he did keep the mullet on. This was late 90s. The mullet should have gone. But yeah. he was still holding on strong. <laughs> it was amazing, too. It's an amazing mane of hair. I remember the first time Chris Franklin performed at the SB and someone came running into the back room and went, Fuck, you've got to see this guy. He looks like Gary Hawking. <laughs> 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 what a reference. <laughs> that is great. This is how is old I am. <laughs> this is also, for anyone here who doesn't follow AFL, Geelong were going really bad at, uh, while he was playing, and yeah. I dearly all love this, that he, to make money for the club, legally changed his name to Whiskers. Yes. Yeah. For <laughs> sponsorship reasons. Because Because wow. <laughs> when you think football, you think cat food. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Geelong cats. They're the Come Geelong on. cats, that's right. And he was legally Whiskers hockey. <laughs> I don't know. For two weeks. <laughs> Which is also, I think, a sexual manoeuvre. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whiskers hocking. You've got to hold the mullet. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll so bring on your period. No, that is <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> so, any more questions? We haven't really asked about the breakdancing. We've asked a bit about Flipside. Oh, what songs do Flipside sing, yeah. if you mind me asking? Oh, well, they were originals. Originals? Uh, what are titles? We, we learnt, Mac, <laughs> yeah. Mike Goldstein had some titles last week for his Scar Band. <laughs> really? Yes. Go back and listen. It's very good. Did you have any titles? Did you? <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> all I remember is some lyrics. This is disgusting. Um, I remember saying stuff like, oh, <laughs> oh, this was, I have to reiterate, this was the late 90s, so... I said I, ra- it okay. <laughs> I said I wrapped blacker than a stretch hearst, which is Ooh. a brutal analogy. Um, oh, wow. Oh, mate, I was fucking from Geelong. I was trying my best. And uh, <laughs> I also, uh, <laughs> I get, uh, you're right, there's a lot happening in these two sentences. <laughs> <laughs> I said I, I get more foreplay than a Trayan one, which is in basketball when you hit a three and you get fouled, yeah. you get one extra shot. So I get more foreplay than a Trayan one because it's three points plus one. And then I said, can one, the fat lady just sang one. Because, like, it's over now. Because I just scored four (laughs) points. Why didn't I become a rapper, guys? That is the question that now hangs in the air for everyone. (laughs) Give it up for AB Unoriginal. It's great. (laughs) Fuck. Do do people want to lock in? Do people think they know what they've got? Did Did you ever rap in stand up? Like when you first started, did you do like a bridging kind of thing? No, I no. actually never did. He left it behind. He, <laughs> left, it, he left it in July. Thank Christ. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not as if I've done some stuff I'm not proud of. But <laughs> 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 rapping wasn't one of them. I kept my nose clean in that department. Uh, I re- I t- I'm going to buzz in okay. with, uh, I reckon it was the rap career. The rap. You the say rap. B, he was in a rap B, group called in Flipside. So Flip B for Tessa. Adam, what are you going to lock in? A, B, um, or C? A, uh, self-esteem video. B, uh, rap group. C, dance crew. I'm going to go with dance crew. Dance crew, C for Adam. And Claire. Oh, man, I really I really doubted the rap one. But, like, you you got to – like, if you made those up on the spot, those lyrics, <laughs> <laughs> to convince me, then you deserve the points. <laughs> 
He's you very just, skilled at the making that. up on the spot. You, I mean, like, you, there were caveats to live, but you still, as Dave Thornton, said those things out loud into a recording device. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you the points. <laughs> flip side, lock in flip side. You are correct. Point there for Tessa, point there for Claire, and one point for Dave because Adam didn't get one. So, well <laughs> done. So, yeah, flip side. How long were flip side around for? Uh, they were around. <laughs> we had two gigs. <laughs> One of them was an all-age event <laughs> that you couldn't drink at. Uh, it was for a freezer event, I think they called them back then. That was the all-age kind of open disco event. And it was flip side, yeah, with a Y, which yeah. I did love. F-L-I-P-S-Y-D-E. Yeah. Because that's what you did in the 90s. Put Ys in where vowels should be. <laughs> and what's a weird twist is that breakdancing thing is half true as well. I had mates who were breakdancers <laughs> and we used to sit in the garage... <laughs> <laughs> and they would <laughs> they would videotape like <laughs> the American Music Awards. Oh. <laughs> and then we would just rewind it and copy all the dancing. Oh. <laughs> that's all right. That's, 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 that's what you do. Yeah, nothing yeah. wrong with that. Every that's girl has always done that. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. Sure, it was Bananarama videos, but yeah. <laughs> I did the same. Don't thing. be ashamed. It's good it's out in the open, Dave. Yeah. It's good you're sharing because I know right. you, I know you can moonwalk. So I know you were doing the same thing for Michael Jackson videos. You were doing that. So yeah, I was cool doing all of those things. Yeah. What, Have you thought about a, a late career transition back into rap? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Do a Matt O'Kine. Start your music career. Oh, I, would, yeah. I would love it if like, you go and see a Dave Thornton show and it's like, this has been great. And then you go, oh, he's rapping now. <laughs> Where what did that happened? come from? Oh, like it, it's just a very serious rap at the end of the show. Yes. And they go, thanks, good night. And it comes down. And then, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> Thorn diggity in a Yes, please. Can you do it? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> I want to see that so badly. <laughs> and, j- and just with, instead of like gangster rap, just middle class references all the yes. way through. You don't I know made anyone go to sleep, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what it's like growing up in suburbia. <laughs> no, Trying to start past 7.30, it'll hurt you. Oh, what what it is, your show is, you talk about... As a kid, you were in a rap troupe. That's the thing. You don't do it. But then at the end, you think, oh, that's good night. And then the members of Flipside come out. <laughs> and every night you guys lay down some some mad raps. I can't guarantee that. I don't know. If their accountancy firm works pretty late hours. So I'm sure. <laughs> He's still called Flipside Accountancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go from rappers to ABNs. <laughs> Dropping Excel spreadsheets like a motherfucker, yo. <laughs> that was number five. Very That's funny. Amazing. I um, I was just listening back to that clip. Uh, have you ever? I don't think me and Adam Richard have done a pod together, have we? No, I haven't had you on. Well, I think that's a good call because listening to his laugh <laughs> and knowing how bad my laugh um, is, I think I've gotten better at moving away from the mic. But uh, but I think having the both of because Adam and I are really good friends, and in fact he directed my sh- comedy festival show last year, so we'd meet up a lot, um, and uh, we'd go for breakfast. Sometimes the breakfast turns into dinner because that's how long we sit there. Yeah. And notoriously, the cafes would put us if they knew we were coming back, they put us in the corner because of how loud our laugh is. We literally once went, "Oh, you're the noisy boys." Yeah, <laughs> the noisy boys. <laughs> that should have been Dave's rap name. Mm. Um, but I was going to say that you need someone doing a podcast like that as well. Someone who's going to laugh, especially right. Studio One. Studio One, fuck, it's so Needs good. Needs the energy. There's, of there's one coming up. I think it actually might be the next one. 
No, it's not the next one. It's coming up in light of where. Yeah. It's a great episode, but just everyone listing back in the room, they were enjoying it, but listening back, you're like, I'm not sure if these guys are enjoying each other's company. <laughs> I'll tell you which one it is when it's there. But um, yeah, great. And especially the live ones as well. Like yeah. it just brings that energy. People are up and Adam, because he, you know, did it, radio practice exactly. for 10 years. He just knows that that's yeah. what you got to do. It sounds like you're meant to laugh because he's laughing. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone relaxes as well around right, him because right. they feel like, oh, I'm I'm going well here. This is yeah, really yeah, great. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. All right, our next round, our next round. Fuck, I'm so used to doing that. Okay, <laughs> our next one. Oh, speaking of Adam and radio, it's episode sixty-two. Another one you're on deal. Oh, which one? Episode sixty-two, the live one that you did with, with Joe, Joe Stanley, and... Tommy Deslow, and David Quirk. That was a fun one. I remember I'd never really I met Joe. I'd been interviewed by yeah. her on the on her show with Limo, which is a different kind of different thing, kind of vibe. But I mean, I know she was a quite active in the comedy. She was a stand-up yeah. for years, great. And she has so many mates of ours, mutual mates. But I'd never actually worked with her, and I was always interested to see. Um, uh, like the 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 change for her as well, because obviously the three of us, me, Tommy, and Quirk, are quite close mates, and it's yeah. a difficult position for her to come in. But then eventually she did find her, uh, her rhythm, and I, as I said, isn't podcasting wonderful when you can just say all these these horrible shit that you can't say on on radio? She very much finds her rhythm, especially in this clip I'm going to play. Now this is halfway through the first round, not even halfway through. I think it's. Question nine right, of, of, the, <laughs> of the social media media. I editing this today. I, I I just clicked through. I don't need to listen to the intros. Yeah, fifteen minutes it took before the first question was actually said in this episode. It was it's great, and that's <laughs> always a good sign. It's always great when like they come in and before I even kind of get to the round, it's yeah. already like people were firing off jokes what? and stuff. One of my favorite things in listening back to the show is when a guest uh, has a story or it's a lie or not, they don't ask any questions. And oh. just hearing you go, oh, can you ask some questions so that the podcast doesn't go for 40 minutes? <laughs> oh, but sometimes you can see people really itching going, no, I just want to ask. I, I know the answer. I know it. I yeah. know it. I'm like, just can you just play the game? Just play it, please. <laughs> anyway, so this is, uh, yeah, live at Sun Velvet Morning, Dave Quirk, Joe Stanley, Tommy Daslow, and Dilruk Jayasinha. Okay, question nine. <laughs> question nine. The internet is so slow I could bash people. <laughs> Joe. Yes, Joe. Um, I'm going to say that was Tommy. That was David Quirk wrote that. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's, uh, I use the word bash a lot, so that, I knew that had to be me. <laughs> Except what, you, what was that you wrote it. The internet <laughs> was slow. The internet is so slow I wish... No, I, I could bash people, yes. Not even wishing, you could. What do you mean? You could so bash people. You're so angry been... about it, you want to bash someone, or the internet's so slow you could go and bash multiple people <laughs> in the time that this page takes to load. <laughs> yeah. That's is that what I mean, I'm so... Uh, I hate. Uh, yeah, I rate yeah. about it. I could just uh, simply beat people up about this. At least now we know why you don't tweet it much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you want to bash? Do you want to bash the internet people or just random people? I don't know. It's, it doesn't go that far. It's, okay. just, <laughs> it's just the idea of bashing people. Okay. Really, I find right? it fascinating how succinct you are on Twitter compared to you are in, in life. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have to be, don't you? <laughs> 30, He's 30, 30 characters. Yeah. Can someone tell him there's a what is it? How many characters? 30 characters. That's what I'm working with there. It's, it's 30. I thought it was always 30. <laughs> <laughs> What's 30? Like four words or something? It's meant to have words. That's every tweet. My name is Dave. Fuck, this is tough. It's so tough to branch out. Well, it's a new thing, Twitter. I forget the... Uh, <laughs> It's only been for a couple of you months should, and, you know, it was quite Spot- great. You should try Spotify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and well, didn't we, recently I just des- described your, your stupid podcast yeah. as a 
As a website. For the listener, you know, what is it, Tommy Dassler? What champ? I'm pointing to Tommy Dassler. If you're getting a website confused with a podcast, then you don't really know much about. Yeah, the online world. <laughs> yeah, you were on saying. it. It was great to listen back to because you say it's a pleasure to be on this website. <laughs> 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 Which, I mean, you can stream it off yeah. that site. So if you're listening to it through that, it's kind of perfect. It's yeah. not untrue, is it? No. It's like the page is talking back at you. <laughs> <laughs> and our last question for the round. Apologies if this seems crass, but man, oh man, I love coming. Deal. Yes, deal. I forgot my own name, so I couldn't buzz in. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, damn it, he beat me. Like, well, Dill is a shorter it? syllable than David, yeah, to be yeah. fair. Um, fuck. Well, after the sucking dick thing, it's got to be Tommy. It is Tommy, yes. Yeah. It's Tommy does love. Yeah, bro. <laughs> so is that your, that's your Twitter shtick? Yeah, coming I and actually, sucking and when I wrote that one, I was like, man, I hope this comes up the next time I do Josh's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's grotesque. What just happened here? Are we not, not going to talk about this? <laughs> what? I just took my shirt off, my jumper off. <laughs> Josh, Josh just took his striped shirt off yeah. and has a different coloured striped shirt on. It's, it's, like, it's like in Photoshop when you hit inverted. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Have you not seen me in the last five years? All I wear are stripes. That's like, good. While we're talking about fashion, yeah. can I... Can I? What's happened to you, Rook, on these sh- these feet? Oh, I am wearing... Oh. The br- some comfort. Like, if you're listening at home, he's wearing Ugg boot slippers Just no, at 3pm. <laughs> well, I don't... I, do you live upstairs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, OK. I'm if you've travelled any distance to be here, <laughs> you should be put to death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we met up for lunch and you were late. What were you doing if it wasn't putting on proper shoes? <laughs> what is wrong? What is so wrong with wearing Ugg boots? They're comfy, mm. they they keep my feet warm, and they... You just got back from a tour of Asia and you just think, ah, oh, fuck everything. <laughs> like, I, Channel I, 10 Asia, I've made I, it. I actually have a Tinder date after this, and I was... What? Throwing, I've been fucking yes. You do not! Yeah. You do not! That is very... You do not! very brave. <laughs> That's very brave, Gun. This is going to go well. Oh I bought my slippers for tomorrow morning. <laughs> that is... That is... That's a of confidence. I'm wearing my PJs underneath. <laughs> no, but don't you know that women judge men by their shoes? Sure. Why are you doing that? I am that confident. What a waste of an afternoon. <laughs> don't you know, waste her time. Well, she's oh, home now, getting ready, going, getting excited, getting ready. And you all just... She laces up like a fucking idiot. <laughs> that is contemptuous. Is it... No, but... She, 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 don't you think she's she a homeless woman? <laughs> no disrespect to her, good on her, but for using the internet. But, but I, think, I think you're doing quite well. She's homeless and on Tinder. That's the only thing she uses the okay. um, I think she deserves to know who I really am from date two, this is, I think. Oh, this yeah. is a second date. This is second so, date. what did you Do you call it a Tinder date still if it's. I guess you do. Yeah, I've met, met her on This Tinder. is my Tinder wife. <laughs> We met on Tinder. Everything. It's a, pre- it's a prefix. Um, yeah. This is the Tinder mother of my children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you what? What footwear did you wear to date number one? Uh, probably shoes, I guess. Oh, 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 shoes. Sweet <laughs> oh, No, 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 no. You didn't wear thongs, did you? right around the corner from my house. <laughs> what? And, it was uh, winter. And you thought, I don't respect her enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was in 
February. It's been a long time. Oh, It's been five months and you're going, I'm going to really impress her with some fucking slippers. <laughs> like... <laughs> They're boots. No, no, they're, they're slippers. slippers. <laughs> right, they are not <laughs> external footwear. They're, they're called Ugg boots. Stop playing the fucking fish out of water card. They're slippers. The word boot is in the title. I like right, I'm going to report it's back about how this date goes. Oh, actually, no, that sounds weird. That sounds weird. So that's that. Oh, my God. So yeah, you said you'd come back and tell us about how the date went? You yeah. Don't <laughs> but I was actually on a, uh, a another first day tinder first date and um oh. and comment yeah, can on. i just say one of the great lines from the podcast yeah is my Dave, tinder wife my tinder wife <laughs> Fuck. editing that just today as well i was laughing so much i share an office with xavier michaelides and we kind of turn around and went, what are you listening to i'm like oh my own podcast what a loser. these are my tinder kids yeah my tinder kids <laughs> but i did go on a, another first date and this person was saying um saying about how uh they heard an analogy about how in life you have these different stoves or whatever, the fires that you, oh. you know, you can put. And I went, I put, is that Josh Earl? Goes, she goes, yes. And I'm like, wait, I was on that podcast. <laughs> so my world's just colliding in on each other. Were you other. on that episode when I was talking about yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I saw. Like, so how do you then, like, it's a weird thing to then be on a date with someone who already has all this information yeah. about you. I'm, I'm definitely in an interesting place when it, in, Someone just came Ah, uh, it's Broden Kelly. Oh, my God. Oh, Broden brought... Kelly's brought donuts. You're kidding me. Oh, hang on. Say hello. It's Christmas time, Aww. and uh, and Arnie Donald like to go to everyone doing a podcast and, <laughs> and give them one ricotta donut and one custard donut. Oh, God. Um, that is so sweet. So dig in, guys. Have a great Aww. Christmas and a great break. So, um, thanks, man. It's all right. So Dil got some. Do, do I get one? <laughs> and, and very quick and very beautiful in this Christmas time. Thanks. Just saw Star Wars. Um, oh, oh, yeah. Deal saw it today I as well. I saw it for my second time just then. Where'd you? Where'd you yeah. I, I, it was my second viewing, so obviously I'm yeah, I was right. a fan. But you guys um, don't have to share a mic, by the way. You can use any of Oh, really? Ones. It's, uh, it's yeah. been a journey. Yeah. It was, it was okay. Yeah, it was fine. I, I, I preferred it the first time I saw it. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, enjoy the donuts, guys. Sorry Man, to interrupt your you podcast. So it was a risk, me just walking in here. Because I didn't know who would be. I, I thought actually it, think you better talk in that. It was a risk yeah. coming in here. I hope you guys have a great <laughs> podcast. That's a, some donuts for you guys. Uh, have a great Christmas. That's such a sweet. This is uh, this is an Easter egg. Yeah, in Christmas time. I love That's it. That's right. Yeah, we're just all the uh, goodbye. Thanks. <laughs> See the new year, or it already is the new year, by the way. Ah, yeah. What a great year it's been so far. So these, these donuts are a bit old. So many special. People. Hey, Broden, Broden, Broden. Yes. Why were you in a school uniform? I saw some photo of you on your social media. Why were you guys in, in a school? Well, it's for a, a, a new project which is coming out at the end of this month, if this comes out in January. Yeah. It's kind of like a, a collection of things that you would listen to. Oh, cool. Um, uh, uh, on maybe... It's an album. And, <laughs> and, um, and also next year's show is a set in a high school. It's called Glenridge Secondary College. Oh, and very and good. And that's uh, why, probably why we're... Let me guess. Room. You play the PE teacher and the principal. So far, yes. Yeah. <laughs> So far, a lot of, oh, I had enough of all this, an error of that. But enjoy your donuts, guys, for the fourth time. Have a great one. Thanks. Merry Christmas. Broden Kelly, everyone. Thank you very much. Oh, this is a really special episode, huh? Oh, and look, we've got another person in. Who's this? I don't know who this is. George Lucas himself. Who is it? Everybody, you know, it's real hard to make a Star Wars film. And I think we got to appreciate that this new film... The last babai is. <laughs> no, you know. just, 
Let's save you, Michael. It is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I, I need no introduction. Hey, Xavier. Uh, <laughs> we mentioned hey. you just before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, uh, you, you talk so I can eat a custard donut. Um, was I just? Did you play? Was I played before? No, no, you weren't playing. <laughs> not, I was talking about of, how I was, the... I was laughing in the office and I was distracting you from playing uh, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, yeah man, it's working. No, no yeah. yeah, Grand Theft Auto is working for me. <laughs> you earn money in that game, and it translates to real life. I don't oh. think these donuts are any good. You don't think it's any good? <laughs> yeah, they're from yesterday. You're not getting fresh donuts, still. Really? These are some old donuts. <laughs> Lovely gesture by Bruno. No, 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 no. He passed around. Everyone said no. And I went, hey, give him the deal. He eats anything. <laughs> so when people ask me what's the difference between the TV show of this and the podcast, I reckon this this conversation is the difference. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I got oh, good. <laughs> oh, who else is coming in? Someone else is coming in? You've lost reins of this podcast, Josh. I don't care. This is fun. It's New Year. It's Man, the first episode. It's actually not right. It's not, it's not a good podcast? The no, no. The, 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 the podcast. You said it's not a good podcast. It's a good donut. The, okay. Ah. Oh, got some oh, cakes, box of Smarties. Well, and M&Ms. But are they good, though? These are five days old. So. Well, this one says best before 20th of December, so yeah. I'm going to correct that. But that's fine. That's not. That's a cake. This has got custard in it. Custard yeah. being out for a day is probably not good. Yeah, the custard's wrong. Really? Because I ate a whole one. But today or just? Just today. Oh. All That's right. wrong. All right. All right. Anyway, I'm gonna Have a take. good potto. Thanks, Xavier. Thanks, Xavier. Thanks, Broden. There's a lot of cupcakes here, Josh. That's all right. I've been here all day looking <laughs> at them going, no, I better not. Better not. All right. So, wait, wait, wait. I would think, I don't know. I mean, we, we were talking about, about um, what was the last step? It was, the, uh, it was Joe, Joe and Joe. Uh, Tinder Kids. Yeah, Maybe. Tinder Kids. Yeah, yes. And, and then we'll talk, oh, we'll talk about your date. So, we were talking about um, just meeting people who have now listened to me on podcast. Yes. And it's really been hard because. There's so much mismatch, like uh, asymmetry, no, the, the off balance in terms of stories. Yeah. Like I'm meeting this person for the first time, but if they're a podcast fan, they know everything about me. Yeah. On the flip side, though, it's kind of good because then I don't need to lie and pretend yep. that I'm some cool guy. And also it means it's good that you could just ask them questions. Yes, And take true. the pressure off you trying to perform. and you know, Totally. Yeah. Totally. Very good. There you go. Is it, <laughs> is a tip, then, yeah. Yeah. tip for anyone out there on the single life? Just ask them questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also tip, yeah, if you see on me on Tinder, swipe right and let's have a chat about Josh's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this next episode, episode 53. Now, this was uh, John Saffron, first time he'd been on the podcast. Right. I, I really was looking forward to him coming on. I knew him a little bit, but not much. Uh, so John Saffron, Demi Laden, Aaron Gox, his first time on can't the podcast. Really, sorry, can't really call it his last time because we had Ben Russell filling for me. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was a great one. And, yeah, I've uh, got to listen to Ben Russell, me, Laura Dunneman, and um, Zach Dyer's episode. Ben oh, Russell does an amazing impression of John so Saffron. And uh, Nick Kappa as well. So this is uh, – Nick Kappa is right up there with one of my uh, favourite guests on the podcast. His, uh, his, his first appearance on your show, I think, was with McLennan. Yeah. And it was about him on a bus. Oh. And I was, in a, I was on a plane listening to it and I was in tears yeah. like – just the person next to me hated me because yeah. I'm a big guy and I'm shaking with laughter. I think I said this the last when I did a kind of a three-year anniversary special and played that clip as well because mm. he gave me a bunch of stories. But because I, I don't know if he had been listening to the podcast beforehand or not, but they were a bit, the, the stories were quite safe. Okay. They were like, yeah, and then he came up with that story as well right. off the top. I'm like, that's that's the kind of stuff I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That kind of stuff where it's kind of like embarrassing just, kind of shit yeah. like that, like worse gigs Real and funnier than better stories, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so in this one, this is the one I was talking about where in the room everyone was having a great time but because no, no one was a big laugher, mm. it felt like 
yeah, okay, can someone, you know. Does that worry you as maestro? Like, you know. A little bit. But I could tell that people were actually engaged in the room. Yeah. But I'm just, when I was listening back going, how do I, how do I kind of pump this pump up? This and so up, I'm, yeah. and, you know, Goxie's a slow talker as well. Right. Even though he's kind of, he's interesting to listen so you got to. Goxie, Kappa, Saffron and. And Demi. And right. so it's those four. Um, and also I didn't realise this beforehand but Goxie is a huge John Saffron fan. Oh. And so that's an, another interesting thing. When you get someone who's a bigger name. Fanboy, yeah. And, yeah, people are fans of their work. It kind of does make them feel a bit nervous, which is not what you want for, yes. a, for a conversation with just five people sitting around. Yeah, yeah. you want them to be colleagues, not. Yeah. yeah. And so it is part, that's part of my job as the host to try and make everyone feel comfortable that, yeah. you know, it's, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Anyway, so this episode, also I have... Uh, I think this was in uh, two weeks after the Comedy Festival finished and you can still hear it in my voice that I've had <laughs> a big, a big uh, month. So anyway, this is episode 53 with John Saffron, Demi Lardner, Aaron Gox and Nick Kappa. This round is called Nine to Five, What a Way to Make a Living. Now, we've all had pretty shitty jobs in our life and this day, today we're going to talk about a shitty job on one person in particular. We're going to go back to a young Aaron Gox who, straight after high school, got a job in a call centre for a very large pizza chain. But why did Goxie get fired? Was it A, when customers would call up and ask for thin crust, he would make fun of them and tell them to get thick crust. They said no. He would say, nah, I'm going to do it anyway. The pizzas are better that way. Was it B, in his second week in his lunch break, he went to the cinema to watch the Jackass film. When he came back an hour and a half later, his boss asked him where he'd been and Goxie said, went and watched Jackass. It was sick. His boss fired him on the spot. Or was it C, Goxie got caught using the customer's credit to order food for himself? Ah, uh, John. Now, now. This oh, is, hang on, what? This is open for all of us. You all get a chance to answer this. Yeah, sure. Don't just buzz in. Ask questions. Okay. He wants you to get it wrong. So he gets the points. Well, I say we can ask any questions. Ask it. Floor yeah. is open I've, I've for questions. I've already kind of done that again. The counting the cards thing at the casino, where I, I'm kind of trying to figure <laughs> out like what sounds most credible, like, like totally independent of you. Like what has enough oddness? Like why would you have said, for instance, jackass out of yeah. all things, unless it was jackass? That's kind of where where my mind's going. So, but that's not the way the game should play. Bear, should bear play in mind, with, I've been doing this for 53 episodes, so I've, I've got. I know oh, yeah, how yeah. now to write a question that sounds like it's true. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm trying to play yeah. like what you think is a is good a... lie to tell about Goxie. <laughs> All right. Also, John, I've known Goxie for eight years and uh, you won't be able to work him out. There is no <laughs> formula. No autism could, could find his autism. <laughs> we could just like dump a bunch of pizzas on the floor and get him to count them as they fall. Yeah. I, I, I guess I could ask what year it was and then I could match that up with the internet movie no. database <laughs> <laughs> go for it Aaron let's, let's answer some questions let's okay. ask Aaron some questions um, what episode was it the movie Jackass or was it the uh, was it an episode it was, it was at a cinema so it was a movie did, he, did movie. he say it was yeah. at a cinema yeah it was at a cinema yeah okay cool do you yeah. remember which cinema um, it was in Brisbane that's all I remember that's where I used to live who's yeah. your favourite member of Jackass <laughs> um, good question <laughs> I'm, I'm a big um, Wee Man. I fan. knew you were going to say Wee Man. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because I said big. <laughs> that's no, what, that's just because I... I know you. Know what what you. food did you order with the credit card? No, it wasn't a credit card. No. Customer credit. Yeah. Customer credit. Get it right. No. Get my illegal crimes right. 
I love illegal crimes. What make of pizza was it? Um, <laughs> the company. Yes. I can't say, but let's just say it was what? a it was a house. A pizza. <laughs> pizza house. Why can't pizza you say? House. <laughs> what a weird thing to be prudent about. Because when they fired me, they said, don't ever mention this on a podcast. <laughs> and I said, stuff you. <laughs> I'm a rebel. I reckon I know it. What insult did you say to the person when they tried to order thin crust? Did you go, oh, you're wuss? Or something like yeah, that? Yeah, I was like, toughen up. <laughs> Why were you emotionally invested in like not giving them their pizza? Um, <laughs> I just reckon... Choice it, of pizza. I just reckon people aren't I just reckon what what was it that I did <laughs> I just reckon um people need to have a good feed. What do you like about Wee Man? Um I just like how he's out there giving it a go <laughs> despite his size. Can, is there any advantage to being the first person to say I I'm going to take it no, no, we just, no we just put Goxie out of his misery. That's the advantage. You reckon you know? Oh, through this, I, I take a guess. But all right, well, like like if if it was something, but if it's like we just continue no, on, I we reckon, all get a guess. I reckon we're if we were asking about Wee Man, I reckon people know what, what they're going to lock in. Okay, so John, you can go first. What, what do you think? A, B, or C? So was it A? He'd tell them to get Jackass. thick crust. You reckon it was Jackass B, yeah. and C is the customer credit. So John is B, Kappa. I'm going to go with Jackass. You're going to go with Jackass as well. And Demi? I reckon it's C. C, okay. Two points there for Goxie. One point for Demi. It was C. He was using yeah. the customer credit. Yeah. Oh, my oh. God. You're so dangerous. <laughs> so you didn't tell me what food you ordered on their customer. You ordered pizzas for yeah. yourself. They don't, companies don't give you customer credit for other restaurants. Were they, <laughs> were they deep pan? It was, do you want me to tell you what happened? It was. Yeah. Um, so when someone calls up and... It'll show on the, the computer screen, like, their phone number. And it says, like, it'll come up saying they've got that much. You know when yeah. there's, like, a, they get a bad pizza and they're, like, and the company's just, like, oh, give them a 20-buck credit. So yeah, sometimes people would use it, but sometimes they wouldn't. And I'd take down their number and when I was off duty, <laughs> I would call up and say I'm them. So, yeah, it's Mr. Thompson. Oh, my God. And I got away with it for about a year before they caught me. How'd you but, get caught? Because, um... I oh, all called up to the one day and it was my friend answered, oh. so he was like going, oh, it's Cox. So who would cushion oh. the expense? Was it the punter or the corporation? Yeah, well, like I guess they must have forgotten that they had credit or something. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant. Oh. Yeah, so I was just using a credit that existed. Oh, wow. It, so you can see where it was oh, so quite sort of a smart vi- plan. Like victim- victimless crime, if yeah. you know. It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, if, you, if you were screwing the corporation, everyone's on your side. But if it was like the punter, you were... Some call me a modern Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always have. I didn't know about this. Goblin Hood. I don't quite have it. Your dog friend turned you in. Yeah. He didn't turn me in. It was because it was like he was just like laughing. It was like oh, because it's, it's like a call center. The all the managers are in like a fishbowl, and they can see out into the dungeon. Does that was there any? thing of like you getting in bigger trouble than just fired like well th- th- this is what they said because I'd, I'd actually been doing it for a year but they only knew about the one and they were like oh look if you pay this back we'll, we'll call it even we won't call the police oh. I was like oh okay 30 bucks <laughs> oh. so, yeah and you got fired because that's what happens like, to those stock uh, people who like do insider trading is 
they pitch it like, oh, they just unfortunately got caught on this one yeah. occasion. Uh, and it, but when really it's like they've been doing it heaps of times and then this is the, the one time where, you know, they're going to concentrate and they've been caught out. So, yeah. Like, yeah, like a lot of criminals. But so they do it. They're, they've got a bigger payoff for their crime, really. Like, would, you, would you say you're the Rene Rifkin of pizza? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been caught do- at the checkouts doing the potatoes. Oh. And... The punishment is usually just to pay for it. Like, how good is that? The punishment. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll do that. Like, so are you just like yeah, holding up, but po- like potatoes, potatoes and being like, are these yeah, not like pistachios? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so like, what it, I know people who do it with uh, tomato. So they get the vine ripened ones and they just pick the tomato off the vine and just put it through as normal tomatoes. Because who's gonna? Who cares about that? Like. Mm. But so, what do you what do you do with potatoes? So you buy just get better stuff and oh, so you you get like uh, mangoes and say oh, and brown say onions. Uh, or say and, that, and you've been busted. Yeah. How often? A couple of times. And the, but they just there's no consequence. They just say pay for it. Jesus, don't they know about your past? <laughs> you flout the rules of the establishment. I just scan my flyby card at every single self checkout before I leave the store. So oh, so I the get, next person. Yeah, I get yeah. all their points. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. That's why you flew here today on your private jet. Yeah, that's yeah. great. <laughs> okay. And then you'll From come COVID. up one point short. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's it. And that's another good thing about the podcast. So people will talk, tell stories thinking mm. that no one's listening. And exactly. so, so Goxie just admitting that, yeah, he stole all this, all this money from <laughs> how much uh, from a pizza house. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so in that in that sort of vein, how many how often do you have to edit out stories? Uh, a little bit. Sometimes I edit out names. Of course, if people say a name, that's right. Either, You'll bleep it, yeah. I'll bleep it sometimes, or I'll um, just take out that whole story yeah and then it would be annoying if people kept calling back to it i guess oh well there was the live one with uh carl chandler mike goldstein adam rosenbachs and dave o'neill where i had to edit out a whole story Mm. which kept on getting callback after callback after callback because because i'm you know we're both really good mates with carl chandler yeah, and I thought he told me something, and I thought was on the public record. I thought he talked about it on his podcast, the Little right. Dum Dum Club. So I brought it up on this one. Yeah, and he went, "Nah, that's uh-huh. just something I've told you in private." And then because because just well, he, he should he should cop it because he's a fiend for bringing stuff up on his podcast. Yeah. without giving enough uh, permi- getting enough permission from the well, he the gave others. out Tommy's no. no. Get out Tommy's email address. Yeah, yeah, Tommy Tommy goes, yeah, and so he was at the end of his like, actually, yeah, if you could, but he he it was good because he wasn't like, no, you definitely have got to do it. Yeah, goes, yeah. If you can, yeah, but I understand that you got to edit, and so I got it. I edited it all out. Right. And I don't think if you listen back to that episode, you can actually. I don't think pick I picked up points. on it as no. well. No, no, I won't want to find out. Well, that was the other thing <laughs> doing this because editing takes so long. But mm. I had five years before doing this podcast where I did a radio show called Lime Champions, which yes. was a sketch comedy show where I would edit an hour of sketches every week. So you got. So I just to... I know how to I know how to use GarageBand and edit really well. Ah, awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so that was that episode. So now. Down to the final two. Oh man, this is exciting! This is good. Now this one is a—it's one of the best. I remember editing this podcast. I was staying. I was doing a kids festival in fucking Warrnambool right. and staying in a hotel in Warrnambool <laughs> on my own and laughing so loud editing this. It's an episode sixty with 
podcast famous Nick Mason. Ah, of course. Greg Larson, Ben Russell, and Laura Dunneman. Right. Now, this is I love the fact that this is rated so high because none of these guys, you know, they're so funny and should be super, super famous. Totally. But there's, Greg's on TV a fair bit. Yeah. But yeah. he's the only one of that list who's got, like, a well, high, high profile. I, I think what you're underestimating is the power that Nick Mason has in the podcasting oh, world. Yeah. He's a to- podcast celebrity. Totally. Like, he's, he's rating higher than John Safran. <laughs> yeah. Rating higher than Dave Thornton. So it is uh, a really great episode. So what we're going to do, I think there's a couple of uh, bits that we're going to play from this one. So we're going to play the first social media round, which we have a great discussion at the end, which is what I love about this podcast so much is just when things happen and you don't expect it. Because I I have all the answers, all the stories. I know where things can go. So you're hardly ever surprised. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's when people go off off course and <laughs> off just script. talk about stuff. And so at the end of this one, it's uh, at the end of social media round is uh, Greg and Laura talking about iceberg lettuce. <laughs> so good. Made me laugh so much. <laughs> All right. Our first game tonight is called Social Me, Me, Media. Well, I'll read out status updates by the four of you and you have to buzz in and tell me who you think it is. Your name mm-hmm. are your buzzers. If you guess correctly, you get a point. If you're incorrect, the person actually wrote it, they get the point, meaning if it's yours, you can't buzz in. Okay. Can I just say, Josh, yep. I, going into this game, not being competitive because all the times that I've played this, I've gotten really insanely competitive and not enjoyed myself. Oh. <laughs> and I was away for the weekend this weekend playing games with friends and I got nasty and oh. mean. What were you playing? Really? Uh, Settlers of Catan. Oh, the oh. classic. Yeah, and See, even I know that one. I'm really good at it. And I even, like, in the end had to, like, fake, like, I had to, I was going to win, but I had to not win because it was so obvious how much I was winning. Speaking of board games, I find it weird that the most popular board game is Monopoly. Is that is that fair? That's a fair. The boring, the most popular. Most popular. Well, I don't if you know if, if you is. said if you went around the world, you'd say name a board game. But most it's a quintessential go, oh, board game. Mm, yes, yeah. it's one of the few games where the object is to make the other people lose, not for yeah, you. Yeah, there's no real set object. Yeah. Like yeah, you just got to destroy people, decimating yeah. everyone yeah. else. I've I've never. I've never ever played a game of Monopoly to completion. Never ever. No. ever. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, flip the board. Because it's not like, fun. As soon as one yeah. person leaves, it's no fun anymore. Well, not only that, it's no fun to begin with. Like yeah. everybody yeah. hates each other straight yeah, away. It does like, bring out I've, the worst. I've never played a game that it hasn't resulted in someone. Someone's relationship nearly ended. Man, the system's broken. Capitalism <laughs> is dead. Have you guys? <laughs> it's true, actually. That's actually true. It's Have you guys ever played? Uh, it's called Werewolf sometimes, or sometimes Mafia. Yes, or Secret yes. Hitler. There's yeah. another one. That oh, you Secret Hitler. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. And and like two people or three people are like werewolves or vampires mm. or mm. the mafia or something and then you all close your eyes and somebody gets killed and then you have to argue amongst yourselves as to who. It's uh, good. It's yeah. really good. And like I. I was played a game once with, and I can't do it anymore because at one point somebody said, "I think you're the werewolf," and quite frankly, I've never trusted you, and just the whole. <gasps> oh, yeah, and so that 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 game I've destroys never lives. trusted yeah. you. Yeah. We That's played good. we played Tough. Secret Hitler with my family <laughs> like over the summer holidays, and my. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So with my family. Secret Hitler. Yeah, you can download it. It's always grandma. You can download it and you can print it off and it's got little, it's got a whole board that you can print. From it's the like, It's awesome. <laughs> but my mum got Hitler. She was Hitler, but then mm. she forgot to, like, open her eyes <laughs> and tell, like, because there's, Hit- there's Hitler and then Hitler has fascists yep. and they all have to True, open their yeah. eyes so they yeah. know who each other are, but she ah. didn't open her eyes. So she didn't know who was working for her She's team. just a bit sleepy. She's, oh, she took a pill and went nine like Hitler <laughs> yeah. did. Classic, Hitler. Classic Hitler. Sorry, Hitler killed himself Eva Braun and went nine with <laughs> I've been doing some research into Eva Braun. Yeah. Do you know, she sh- she was in love with Hitler when she was 17. Hitler's uh, niece died and he was really, like, he was, like, fully distraught because he loved this niece. And to try and get his attention, Eva Braun shot herself in the chest and said, oh, she's going to kill herself because <gasps> this uh, niece of Hitler's killed herself. And so Hitler was all like, oh, no, I can't let another person in my life kill themselves. Come live with me. And that's how they kind of got together. How Sounds many, like a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> how many relationships have started like that? Yeah. Okay, to the game. Okay. Social okay. media. media. <laughs> Enough talk of Hitler. Okay, tweet one. Who tweeted this? In reference to Castaway, Hanksy doesn't do duds. Mesa. Yes, Mesa. Greg Larson. You are incorrect. It was Laura Dunham in there. Love a bit of Hanksy. I'll go through Hanksy's. First Blood. First top Hanksy film? <laughs> Apollo 13. Apollo 13. Shut the fuck I'm up. so yeah, sorry. <laughs> Not Captain Jack. What is it? Captain Phillips. <laughs> Captain Phillips is good. That is good. Yep. I also like Big. Yep. Too. And um, Sleepers in Seattle because I love rom coms. Big's a bit weird now, though. Like, if oh you my watch gosh, it again. Yes, I watched it with my brother like a couple of weeks ago. We were like, that middle aged woman is having sex with a 13 year old. And all he's doing mm. is kind of just nuzzling her And he's her letting breast. it happen. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they find out that they've been having sex, like, that's not the thing that they're most grossed out about. That film's weird. Also, if you've seen Ace Ventura, that is. Have you seen Ace Ventura recently? Mm-mm. The whole last mm-hmm. 10 minutes is they realise, spoiler alert, but they realise that the woman who is head of the Miami Dolphins mm. is actually a man mm. and he rips off her dress to reveal her testicles and everyone vomits. Oh, <laughs> that is the wow. end of the that film. That is outdated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot of gay Ooh. panic in Friends as well. Yes, yeah, so there is much. a lot. Okay, question two. Hey, Channel 10, idea number two. Detective Bumhole. An inner city cop has a small man in his bumhole who helps him solve crime. Hashtag take a punt. <laughs> yes, I heard Ben first. <laughs> that has to be a Greg last. Every single time you buzzed in apart from Greg. <laughs> yes, you're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes, Fair call. <laughs> That, you know, and the right it call. could have been someone else, that but smacks of like Greg to me. <laughs> as soon as the word bumhole is mentioned, it's just <laughs> off the table. <laughs> it's always bumholes and canned bums with you, isn't it, Greg? Yeah. Come on, mate. Uh, it really is. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> okay, question three. Only 80s kids who watch vaguely racist Australian sketch comedy will find this beautiful. Laura. Greg. Yes, Laura. I'm going to say Meso. You are correct. It was Nick Mason. Right. Yes, well Laura. I'm not being competitive. There's a little, to, to add to it, there's a little photo. It's um, it's the Avengers Age of Ultron, but they've put Con the Fruiter in. And it's says couple of days of Ultron. So that's, that's the that's Very the good. That's there, yeah, right. That really adds a little yeah. bit more I to it. So, that's a little, layered. Bit, a little spice. <laughs> okay, question four. 
Old men choosing underwear for themselves in Target gets me in my deep, soulful areas. Greg. Until I need a boost juice. Yes, Greg. Laura. You are right, yes. Old men. Old men. I feel very sad about old men. (laughs) How do you go on Anzac Day? Uh, Well, they chose... To... Oh. No, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'll rephrase it. I'll rephrase why I asked that. <laughs> How do you go seeing them all? Because on Anzac Day, it's it's kind of like Christmas for old men. They all walk down yeah. the road and they're in the marches. I'm fine with it. I'm fine on Anzac Day. A lot of people for I know reason. that that gets and it them. should it should get me. Like it yeah. should get me for every reason. But it's I think it's when old men are on their own. I recently saw a um, video on Facebook of this old man waiting for his wife to, like, come off an aeroplane. He had a bouquet of flowers and it was, like, a five-minute video of just, like, an and someone was, like, doing it, like, spy cam and it was just him waiting with flowers and I... Couldn't she, she didn't turn up because she mm. died twenty years well, ago. Well, then she turned up and he had a box of chocolates as well, and they hugged. Oh, oh see, I have I have a mixed feeling when there's when there's an old man on their on their own. Like there's an old man on his own that's always outside the daycare center near where I live, which means that either he's a uh, just a lonely old man who's full of life and just wants to be around these kids, or he's a pedo. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And I think that, like, when it, there's that's the only way it's going to go with an old, a lonely there's old. No yeah. Yeah. There's no in between. There's only real bad the guys. The yin and the yang. Yeah. <laughs> or real sad guys. Bad yeah. or sad. Some children bad there that died as well uh, many years ago. Dead well, children. Well, I, will yeah. I will often, like, assume that an old man working. This is It's so snobbish of me, but I will often assume that an old man working at a supermarket checkout has been to prison. Okay. Because mm. yeah, you've, watched, you've watched Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank. Yeah, they put Shawshank. Them. <laughs> I always get – I don't get emotional, but I get somewhat – it makes me feel weird when I see an old man with a dog because I get sad because I'm like going, I don't, know which, well, I don't know which one well, I want to die first. <laughs> like well, in you terms want dog of – oh, yeah. No, because then the old man's going to deal with a dead dog. Yeah, but That's then the old the best dog... friend is dead. Yeah, yeah, but no. He's gonna go. Yeah. No, At least father the should be. But then what about, the, what about the poor dog sitting over his body, like just whimpering? Yeah. And dog on the tucker yeah, exactly. box. Doesn't the, understand. The dog would eat him in, like, and where's that dog gonna go? Days, you know, oh, just the old, old man, man and dogs. The old man will endure. The dog, where's it gonna go? <laughs> All right. Question five. Hi, Channel Seven. Can you please tell me who won Zumbo or Greg. Zumbo? I'm, yes, Greg. Ben. You are correct. Yes, it was. Yeah. <laughs> Just because nobody <laughs> yes. nobody cares about Zumbo. It was on our screens, and then all of a sudden it was off our screens. <laughs> and I don't think that they finished it. I got no conclusion. I, like I never it. watched it, but Zumbo. I still want to know. I don't know what, how do you say it? Zumbo. Zumbo. I think that's what I said first. Then I, what, then I, is, what is what is Zumbo? Zumbo was Channel 7's answer to the Great Australian Bake Off with desserts. It was Zumbo yeah, and then doing I think, his little treats. I think he started rooting one of the contestants. Who oh, started yeah, rooting? Well, mm. Zumbo. Zumbo. <laughs> a person's called Zumbo. Zumbo, yeah. 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 He, was the, he was the chef who, in the first season of MasterChef, made the crockenbush. He was that guy. He was. Don't the you big know the dessert? Made some crock and bush. I don't know what anything. He made some weird tim tams. <laughs> he made the same yeah. crock and Ma- zumbas. He makes macarons. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. what a macaron is. His macarons are da- no, they're not. He's shit. He's no good. I said it here. <laughs> and he rooted the con- one of the contestants. And it was, he's, a, he's a Nazi sympathizer too. <laughs> yeah. he, he's the secret Hitler. He's <laughs> secret Hitler. <laughs> Question six. I got real fucked tits. Greg. Yes, Greg. <laughs> ben. <laughs> ben. <laughs> 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 
no. Uh, oh, man, it's a nightmare. <laughs> I went through a real what? journey then. I was like, oh, I've uh, always felt okay about my tits. <laughs> I must have had a low day. Well, I was worried someone's going to buzz in and think you, and yeah. then you have to defend, no, I've got pretty good tits. <laughs> like, <laughs> Already I'm feeling awkward because you're the only female in the room and I always feel like I've got to book more yep. women. <laughs> yes. uh, to go back to the Channel 7 one, you were also uh, tweeting lots about Zumbo. It wasn't just that one tweet. No, there were a few like, tweets. Yeah. I would tweet every week just yeah. asking Channel 7 uh, for some kind of conclusion because mm. there was none and I was lost in a sea of Zumbo, not sure where to turn. See, I was just going to say this is something because, I mean, you've, you've, you've had some TV work. I think you're in a position now where you could set up a meeting with someone from Channel 7 <laughs> under the guise of pitching them an idea and then just walk in and go, where the fuck is Zumbo? Yeah. Who yeah. What's going Zumbo. on with Zumbo? Do I know you like, guys um, filmed it. I know you guys filmed it. Do it like an episode of Grey's Anatomy and go in there with a bomb or something and demand <laughs> that no one leaves until they tell you who won Zumbo. What could possibly yeah. go wrong? I love this yeah. plan. It's a good plan. <laughs> All right, question seven. Dogs are fucking dumb. They could just watch Netflix all day, but they don't. None of them have seen The Crown. they got nothing else to do. Laura. Ben. Yes, Laura. This is Greg. Yes, it is. Yes, that's Greg. I know that because I, a dog sitted his dog yeah. and I watched Netflix while I was at his house and I watched The Crown oh. and then we talked about how good The Crown was no, after. The Crown's real good. I thought that was going to yeah. go that he cut back and someone had watched The Crown on his Netflix and he thought, my dog's watched The Crown. <laughs> But that we did watch, weird. while we were there, we did watch this. You know how, like, Netflix has these, um, these like, weird documentaries that have been made from ages ago? We watched a documentary called Precious Puppies that was just about puppies, oh. and we were really worried that you were going to see that. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it, is, it is that thing. You go to someone's house and... and you know exactly what they've been watching. Well, it's also you can stuff up their Netflix kind of... Oh, the algorithm. Oh. Algorithm. Yeah. Because so yeah. I, I was staying at Justin Hamilton's house in Sydney, and watched all of Gilmore Girls, <laughs> and he came back from Adelaide, and he was like, "What the fuck are they recommending me watching Gilmore Girls and shit like this? Shit, go on a shit Creek and all where's, that kind of stuff." Where's my, where's my Batman animated series? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I watched. Um, I think uh, it was at Claire Hooper's house, and she had American Netflix. So I watched um, Human Centipede 2. Oh yes. <laughs> just so that would be on the, and just so it would be on the the point where it was like. Recently viewed, like the, mm. the number one thing. Great. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Centipede 2, that's 10, isn't it? There's 10, 10 people in the centipede. I think so. Yeah. I, honestly, I was. The other human centipede sucks. There's so little actual centipeding going on. Yeah. Mm. There's heaps of like preamble. Nobody gives a shit about anything that isn't a human centipede. I'm skipping through the movie. I'm like, where's this fucking centipede? Find the good stuff. Yeah. Was it a quality centipede once you got there? Yeah. To be yeah. honest, and they kind of did it like the whole black and white thing as well, trying to make it look artistic. Can't do that with bum holes, right, Greg? <laughs> That's correct. Let <laughs> <laughs> me get better with a bum hole. You were just doing research. <laughs> bum holes. Question eight. My chair squeaked, so I just spent the last five minutes making it squeak continuously so people know it wasn't a fart. Mesa. Yes, Mesa. Laura? No, that was Greg Larson. Ah, Another one to Greg Bums. there. Yeah, that was just sadly 100% true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just definitely true. I just I hate when you do that, when you have to keep making that squeaking sound. Just Sometimes tweets are truthful. But yeah. then you're just a cut that's squeaking. You're just I know. Like in the office going, oh, I wish that guy would shut up. I know, and I don't want to be that guy. Would you rather you someone know? that squeaks their chair all day or farts once? Someone has to end the cycle. 
That's what the director of the Human Centipede says. <laughs> Question nine. Everything's a remix. Laura. Yes, Laura. We'll go Meso. You are correct. Yes, it was Meso. I don't even know what that was. picking the Meso. <laughs> Everything <laughs> is a remix. But what was it? It's really like, deep, man. Yeah. 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 It's like no life. There, there was no picture. It wasn't replying to anything. <sighs> Uh, I Look bet it up. there is. You're using some sort of weird app. No, I'm using Twitter. What, what oh, if no, no. you are a remix of your dad? <laughs> yeah. Dude, shut up. Because you kind, you're of, freaking are, you're, you're kind oh. of are a remix of your parents, aren't you? I'm That's what you are technically. Oh, yeah. you know what it is? It's, 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 a piece of, it's a piece of Run the Jewels fan art. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, this what, a is there a picture? picture? There was no picture. No. I'll find it. You find the picture. $100,000. All right. Wow, he's got, he's got a hundred dollars. Can you wait for two weeks <laughs> yeah. until I get paid next and I okay, can cool, great, pay you of. back? Okay, nice. great. I'm loaded, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Question 10. If you think you are too good for iceberg lettuce, you are wrong and part of the problem. Ben. Yes, Ben. Laura. It was Greg Larson. Oh, I thought it was me because I love iceberg yeah, lettuce. Yeah, me too. It's so good. <laughs> it's a great lettuce. I'll eat an iceberg lettuce like an apple. Yeah, well... Yeah. Like mm, a whole that's apple. Taking it pretty, oh yeah, I don't like that. Pretty extreme. It's so juicy. I would, I would eat an iceberg lettuce. If you had like a big bowl of, of blue cheese dressing, I would dunk that iceberg lettuce yeah, in that. And, and eat it like eat a chip it. with aioli. Some late breaking news. Mesa was correct. There was a picture attached to that. $100,000 is all yours. Damn it. And it's on the record too. Someone, <laughs> someone Spit it oh, up. Um, Sorry, back to iceberg lettuce. Go. Oh, it's just it's a great lettuce. I just don't I, understand how people are into rocket and not iceberg. How do you feel about butter lettuce? Uh, it's not as crunchy. It doesn't okay. have the crunch and the water content, no. does yeah, it? I iceberg, think it's getting on iceberg. by just having butter in its name. Everything with yeah. butter in its name, everyone thinks, oh, it's going to be good. I it's also think that the name butter iceberg chicken. is so perfect for it, too. Mm, I think it really it's all is. tasteless wet mush. Mm. Like all That's of it. stupid. No, it's, and no you're... it's just filler. <laughs> and I'm sure yeah, I'm a man who had four okay. sugars in his tea before this started. But <laughs> That's too many sugars. Yeah, in a way. It's, it adds a crispness and a crunch. It's just it, like a, a, a bacon and lettuce sandwich. Have you ever had a Vegemite and lettuce sandwich? No. Delicious. Vegemite okay. and lettuce so, on white so bread. So you appreciate it, it for a t- so on a textural basis. Yeah. Texture, like freshness and flavour. The flavour is mild. I'm not denying that. But yeah. that's yeah. what's good about it. It's a it's a crunch, crunch. I'm a fresh texture. Sensation. I'm a texture person too, Greg. Yeah. I didn't eat soup for years because of the texture. Mm. It's no texture. Wouldn't, mm. wouldn't do it. And smoked salmon, same thing. Slippery. Yeah. Mm. Okay. See, I like that slippery. Want that. <laughs> How do you go? <laughs> I like to slip up the slippery salmon. <laughs> slip the slippery well, salmon. You're, you're a slippery guy. Well, yeah. right, slip the slippery salmon, please. <laughs> <laughs> So that's our first bit. And I just love because Greg, Greg surprised me when he comes on sometimes because he's so funny and he plays so well. Mm. I'm about to apologise to the listeners, but Josh oh, and I both... like put foot in our mouth now. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier brought in so much food just then. Um, but because Greg is like, he should be on panel shows. Like he, I mean, he should be on everything, but he's pretty much so he's on everything. But yeah, it's he's so funny. He's got such great stories, and he also plays along and finds stuff funny as well, which is what we're going back to. You and Adam, if people are finding stuff funny and finding people's right. companies funny, it makes great podcast guests. The thing I always like respect and look up to Greg Larson about is he'll commit to oh, the bit yeah. more than anyone else. Like he will really like, so it's almost that if you're not on board, it doesn't matter. You better get on board because he's going to keep driving it 
Oh, man, I yeah. love watching it. If you've not seen him live, it's really worth checking out. So this is still the same episode. So we're going to go a bit forward in the episode and talk about, uh, I think it's Knowing Me, Knowing You, and I think we're going to go halfway through maybe the last the last one. More M&Ms? Right. All right, this round is called Knowing Me, Knowing You. In this round, I'll read out something that has happened to someone in this room. You have to say whether it happened to me or someone else on the panel. If you answer correctly, you get a point. Incorrectly, the person whose story it may or may not be, they get the point. So, Greg, your one is first. So, was it Ben or me who had a friend totally reevaluate their life choices after one day the friend woke up at 3 p.m. in the afternoon, walked naked into their kitchen, began boiling some potatoes, then started to masturbate during the boiling process, only to catch a reflection of themselves in the pot and then broke down crying. <laughs> the next day, they made plans to change their life. Did that happen to me or did happen to Ben? <laughs> Sorry. So did, did you masturbate or did Ben masturbate or one of your friends? One of our friends. Yeah. 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 So it wasn't me or Ben. Our friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. So Ben or Josh. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon that happened to you. To me. Yes. To Josh Earl. To Josh Earl. Why, why do you think that? It just it just seems like something that someone would open up to you about. You seem like the kind of person that people would feel comfortable opening up to about masturbating in front of potatoes. You are correct. Yes, wow. it was me. Yeah, had a friend who did that. He was living in Devonport at the time. Yeah, he was living with a guy. Not much to do in Devonport. Yeah, I, feel like yeah. That I was gonna yeah. I was gonna say too, and yeah. I didn't want to go there, but I was gonna say Tasmania. Yeah, <laughs> he was living with a guy who had seven shirts. And wore all seven every day, and just mm. changed the top one over. That's because oh, so he cool. was, it was like a peloton of shirts. They didn't want to pay for uh, heating, so he just had different shirts and would just take them off to sleep in. And then the next day, whatever one he was wearing on his skin, that one on the outside. He wouldn't wash; he'd just do it like that That's forever. Crazy. Wow. I feel like oh, you'd have oh, wow. to take all of them off and then yep. re like. Why would you just? So no, he would take it off when he slept. Yeah, that's no and good. Then, yeah. Just do it with six shirts and have one just washed every day. Yeah. Just do it with just one shirt. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's true. He yeah, also, this like guy, it. this is not my friend, this is his housemate. He would buy, at the start of the week, he'd go and buy $10 worth of hot chips and keep them in the... Uh, $10 back then, this is the mm. mid-90s. It's a big amount. Big amount of chips. Big bundle. Yeah, big bundle of chips. And keep it under the corner of his mattress, which was just on the floor. Ew. And that's all he'd eat all week. Oh, that Ew. is <laughs> Like, if you were going to say he'd keep them in the fridge and eat cold chips, I would have been well on board with this, gentlemen. But that's <laughs> fucked. That's that is so disgusting. Fuck. Imagine how sweaty they would have gotten. Yeah. I love sweaty oh. chips, but Ugh. not under the bed. Do you like... Last day of the week chip. Do you like a crunchy chip, chip or a bit of a soggy chip? Sweaty. Yeah, I'm the same. Sweaty yeah, chip. I'm a soggy chip. Yeah, man. like a soggy yeah. chip. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, really? None of your food choices are correct. Yeah. The, best, correct. the best is There's if you can get a... <laughs> that, that never happens. <laughs> four songs in one room. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get some chippies. <laughs> Only the soggy ones. <laughs> Oh, so funny. Like, and if someone said, why are you laughing? And I said, oh, because Greg Larson said there's four sogs in one room. <laughs> oh, fuck, it made me laugh so much. Oh, so. Down to number one. Number one. I think, you know what, and it was very close between those two episodes. Right. 
So this is the most downloaded the episode. The most downloaded episode of 2017 of ever. Mm. You know, and it only is 81 more downloads than... Oh, that's very true. close. So it came, to, yeah. Yeah, it came very, very close. And so this one is the live episode, episode 67, Hamish Blake, Lawrence uh, Mooney, Dave Callan, and Celia Picola. And big this, hitters. It was. And because this episode as well, I go into it with a bit of pressure going, oh, it's such a good lineup. I hope it's a good show. Because mm. sometimes you go, oh, like, you know, you have all these ex- expectations about, okay, all these people are funny, but are they going to gel well? Gel well, exactly. Sometimes yeah. it's, 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 it's harder to find that balance because it's not about the individual in yeah. this sort of thing. But I remember this one, it was a really hot day as well. And I think it was like, <laughs> I think in, to testament to how much fun everyone is having, I think Hamish was running really late he, for a babysitter or something. Well, I told him it'll, it'll go from an hour and hour and a half. And uh, we were starting the last game an hour 45. Oh, my God. And right. so you actually hear this. So we're going to play. So we're going to play uh, a fair bit of this one. So this because mm. it's it's the number one. So yeah. why not? Yeah, give it the most sta- uh, stage time. <laughs> and so Air yeah. Time. And even doing this, I was like, because Sun Velvet Morning, a great venue for the podcast, but it only holds forty people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so small. And then I'm asking Hamish Blake, the biggest name in Australian comedy, pretty much, to come yeah. and play to forty people, and Celia. And Lawrence and Dave. And so it was, for those in the room, I think it was pretty special because they got a whole bunch of other stuff. And also because, you know, it's such a small room. It was only 10 bucks to get in as well. Yeah. Um, For me to to be viable because I was paying the guests as well, I couldn't have a sound person. Yeah. And so Hamish's vocals... Look, it was very frustrating (laughs) editing back. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Because he... I I think what had happened was his mic had a little... um, like a glitch, switch on like, it, yeah, right. And I think he, after the first round, accidentally bumped it off because in the first round it's fine, and then suddenly, it and just then goes it's, off. it's not there. And in the room, because it's a small room, no one noticed. Yeah. So everyone's having a great time in the room, <laughs> and then yeah, and then when I listened back, so that the next morning I listened back and went, ah, oh, what am I going to do? But uh, you know. It's fine. It is totally fine. Like uh, uh, this was one of the ones because I come to your live shows if I'm uh, yeah. if I'm free as well just to come and watch. And uh, this is definitely one of the ones I wish I was there for oh. the live because you can tell from the audience they were just in absolute. No, not just the audience. Even the panelists were in yeah. hysterics. Well, it was that great thing of like uh, Mooney is possibly the funniest man. Like if you if you ever get to sit at a dinner table with Lawrence Mooney, mm. fuck, it is a great <laughs> night. And Hamish is also. So funny. And Dave and Celia, brilliantly funny, but don't crave the spotlight like a Lawrence Mooney does. Mm. Like Lawrence wants to be at, at a table, he wants to be the funniest. Yes. And so when you got Hamish there and Lawrence going, all right, I'm bringing it as well. Yeah. And it was a great thing to see Celia just go, oh, yes, I can just sit back and relax in this one. Yeah. Even though every time she speaks, it's fucking just knocks it out of the park. The snipes from the corner. Yeah, but she doesn't have to, she's not lifting it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so it was really great kind of that way. And then also in this, what we're going to listen to is uh, some of Dave Callan's. The ninja stuff? The ninja stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the ninja story, which is, oh, so good. So anyway, this is episode 67. It is your number one for the year 2017 of Don't You Know Who I Am. It is Lawrence Mooney, Hamish Blake, Silly Bacola, and Dave Callum. So to Lawrence. Now, Dave recently went to Japan with his sensei to fight ninjas. Or train with ninjas. When he got Ninjas. there, when he got there, 
Dave realised he'd forgotten his brown belt. Thinking he had brought shame upon his sensei, his sensei surprised him though afterwards saying, I think you've actually transcended that belt anyway. Congratulations, you're now first Dan. Meaning that Dave is a black belt without having done any of the official grading. Yeah or nah. For forgetting a belt. <laughs> That's the real test. So what was your destination in Japan? Uh, Nobu City. It's about an hour and a half out of Tokyo. So, yeah, a bit of a drive. Yeah. <laughs> or a run and if you train. <laughs> yes. So, it's, is it Nobu or Nobu? I'm saying Nobu, but I think it might be Nobu, Nobu. locally. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which it, there's a restaurant named after that at the casino. Oh, yeah. Which I frequent. <laughs> I could have just been there very, very high. <laughs> <laughs> you, Fighting ninjas. You're on a bender at the casino, Dave. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, yeah, you lost your belt <laughs> and your pads no, and your shirt. You got arrested and they took your belt off you. That's yeah. what happened. <laughs> you, you thought you were at Burning Man. But you were just outside Crown watching the flames with your cock out. <laughs> with a T-shirt and shoes on. You're at my hometown, Bernie, man. <laughs> it's all coming into one. What, what discipline, what martial art do you study, Dave? It's a uh, bujinkan. It's a uh, ninjutsu. The one that the ninjas did. <laughs> It sound like budget card. Yeah. It's, it's the one you have to have a shovel dog at <laughs> We just do hand stuff, but we can't teach you leg stuff. So. It was really believable it, until you said ninja stuff. Just what, ninja, the way ninjas fight. We get little ninjuries. Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> but you do but, look fit. You Thank do you look, you look tremendous. You look, you look one of the happiest. Of, yeah, you're at a moment of great centred. You're peaceful. So you're, Thank you. your sensei's Japanese. <laughs> your, sensei's, <laughs> your sensei's Japanese, I take it? Uh, no, he's from Adelaide. <laughs> His name is so Matt. You, so you went to Tokyo with Craig Egan. <laughs> What's his name? His name is Matt. Matt. <laughs> but I just call him Sensei. Because oh, you always need a Matt in the dojo. <laughs> yeah. I know, it's no ninjuries, no, but... Wipe uh... <laughs> down your mat after the class. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you, you've got a brown belt. Did you remember your gi? Yeah, yeah, I had pants on and everything. <laughs> There's a no shirt cocking rule in the dojo. Oh, Although Dave. it is a good distraction if you want to yeah, surprise oh, someone. I, you might have gone to the casino with Matt at Nobu <laughs> and got totally fucked up, but there is no way he went to Japan with his sensei. Nah. You are incorrect. He really ah! did, and that really happened. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Wow. <laughs> so, was this a, Matt, I'll fly you over to Japan. Like, we'll go together. Private thing? Just no, no. He, uh, he goes to Japan about four or five times a year, and he brings two students with him who he thinks might benefit from it, yeah. Because it just, all right. For a second, it just sounds like, like, Matt, I'll take you over. And then you get there, and you go, I forgot my brown belt. And he's like, well, fuck, man, you're paying for the trip. You can be black if you want. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's your fantasy. I don't know. <laughs> 
going to come all this way and ruin it for I didn't realise to be a good ninja, you just had to lose shit. I'm great at that. <laughs> as, as a ninja, though... Um, at the moment, I'm doing uh, six, six a week. Uh, yeah. Six a week. <laughs> six what? I was impressed enough. It was monthly. Six <laughs> training days. Days. Yeah, yeah. Six a days a week. Yeah. There's only seven, Dave. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say yeah. To that. <laughs> six days yeah. of training a week. Yeah. Oh don't my cr- god. Don't cross him. He he will fuck you up. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, if you're going to Japan to do it, like, yeah, you should be doing six. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, like, I just went to Japan and like, I might do it again next year. But <laughs> and <laughs> He's committed. How, how long? How, how many years have you been doing this? Uh, three and a half. Three I started half. doing it just as a joke. I thought, oh, it would be funny to be a ninja. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had a ninja yeah. pamphlet and a pirate pamphlet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I already look like one and drink enough rum, so let's go ninja. Double uh, Yeah. <laughs> the as most a, valuable ninja there is. <laughs> As a large pirate, <laughs> do you do you have trouble disappearing like a ninja? Yes, I, I find it hard to be incongruent. <laughs> I know what's the word? Incognito or congruent? Incognito, yes. Okay, at the end of the round, the scores are Hamish on three points, Celia rocking up. You're also on three points. Oh yes. Lawrence on five points. In the lead on six points is Dave Callan. Yes. Okay. Our final round is called Hoo 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 Hoo. In this round, I'll read out ten questions about you guys. You buzz in if you think you know who it is. You can't buzz in for your own. You get a point if you get it right. You lose a point if you get it wrong. The only round you can actually lose a point. Okay. Okay. Your names okay. are your buzzers. Oh, good. Names are your buzzers. Don't buzz in until I finish the question because the people at home write to me on Twitter. Buzzer. Okay. <laughs> question. <laughs> So my 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 impersonation of you makes you sound like a fucking idiot. So <laughs> just saying incongruous words. <laughs> Buzzer. Okay, I'm ready. Like a big Gorky. <laughs> Gorky Park. <laughs> Question. <laughs> I've lost my brown belt, Matt. I don't know what the fuck to do. Don't worry about it, mate. Just get on the plane. We've been smoking ice since Adelaide. <laughs> I thought you were my sensei. <laughs> no, I'm your fucking dealer. Get some sleep, Dave, for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> I'm, from, I'm from Centrelink, not sensei. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Question one. Who waited in line for two hours to ride a tram to the top of a mountain in Hong Kong only for the view to be completely obscured by fog? Hamish. <laughs> yes, Hamish. Another one of these ninja missions. <laughs> <laughs> Did he learn a valuable lesson about the view from the top is not what it's cracked up to be and give us a belt and I'll upgrade you? <laughs> no, it was Silly Pacola. Hey. That's true, actually. Dave would have run up the mountain with a log on his back. <laughs> <laughs> or a log on his pants, depending on how long There is a very away. funny photo of you on that mountain. Oh, yeah. We went up. It took ages, Tom and Little were in Hong on, on Roadshow, and it's just white, and we just look so sad. Like, <laughs> we've been told how beautiful this view is, and it's just head up a sheep's ass, I imagine. <laughs> this, that's what it looks a like. It's just a white, scene. heavily just thing. Heaven. It was heaven. So, <laughs> let me ask you this. When you got on the tram, cable car, was it already cloudy? Kind of, yeah, but we thought you'd be able to see something, but it was just <laughs> yeah. white. It was like a bucket of paint. Let's get, go into the cloud. Yeah. Hope for the best. <laughs> okay, question two. Yeah. 
Who has very strict guidelines on how to eat wedges with sweet chilli sauce and sour cream? Who's got very strict guidelines? Celia. Yes, Celia. Hamish. It is Dave Callan. Ah. Point off, Celia, there. Yes. You, you keep them separate. Yeah. I don't like seeing uh, chili sauce and the sour cream and then white stuff in the sweet chili sauce. And you do not sauce. want to make him angry. I would, like <laughs> I, I, I would agree with you, but to a point where it just becomes, right. you just go, you I let it go. I'm, 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 I'm a hundo on this. I back you all the way. Thank and you. I like to, I, I often, because we want to mix them, but I often dip sour cream first and then put in the sweet chilli because there's less chance of sour cream falling off in there but you know mm, yeah, sour right, cream doesn't okay. always yeah, ruin yeah, sweet yeah. chilli sweet chilli always ruins sour cream that's the order <laughs> yeah 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 right okay yeah good point so yeah, it's, yeah. Like but, a, it's a viscosity question can't, can't, can't you just double end them like go dupe and then dupe with the other end no. so you're not oh. dupping the same that end in. double end up it's hitting parts of your tongue at different times but <laughs> I'm so glad you've thought this through as much as I have. We got another hour. Yeah. <laughs> Here's something I did one day that just, even though I was doing, I was like, "What am I doing?" Like it must be how, like, if people are like driving drunk, really drunk, feel like fucking hell. I know that I feeling. <laughs> but you don't ask yourself that. You just go. Fuck yeah! Well, this is what I was doing. Having right. an out of body experience where I just dumped them together and mixed them up because in my head I was oh, like, what? "They're gonna be mixed up anyway." Um. What happened? Oh, you took. Ah. It was okay. <laughs> no, that's. that's... Like, again, I'm not crazy. I'm not a serial killer. But for one day, it was okay. It's like one time I made a cup of soup in a bowl. <laughs> and it, I bet it was okay. Yeah, but I was just waited to get arrested. I just sat there going. I knew what I was doing wrong, but it was a fun thing to do once. Not like drink driving. Don't do that. I've never been more prepared to follow someone since Gene Hackman in the Poseidon Venture than when you were saying, it's okay. It's going to be okay. It's like, fucking, let's go with this guy. If you I, go that way, we're going to burn to death. If I had a church, this would be my community. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all mixed. <laughs> That's what you're here for. To take a risk. Here's your wedge. Body of Hamish. Uh, <laughs> Hillsong. It is Body of Hamish. <laughs> Body of it's, a, it's, it's a doughy, it's white, <laughs> but it's hard around the edges. Yeah. And a little bit, <laughs> little bit spicy. And that was another edition of Chip Talk on Don't You Know Who I Am. Every week we get into it. Father Blake. Question three. Father Blake's Mysteries, tonight on ABC. <laughs> Question three. Who left a box of dildos in a bar in Perth? Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence. No, that's the answer. No. <laughs> <laughs> a box of dildos. In a bar in Perth. Steve Cullen. <laughs> no, it was Silly Bacola. Oh. True. A box of dildos with my name on it. <laughs> oh, you don't want to lose your box. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the okay. worst part about it was it was a bar full of young people. Like, I almost wanted to ask the bar staff for ID. I'm like, how old are you? Let me see your fucking ID. And they were so young and cool, and I could just feel them like looking at me like, look at this old fucking washout. And they would have exactly expected to find that I'd left a box of dildos. I think, sorry, okay. sorry so the elephant in the room. Can I just ask a question? The elephant New in the room. New dildos? New dildos. Can I ask okay. the elephant in the room? How much money do you earn? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> why I do you have a box full of dildos? It was a prop for my show. And by show, I mean life. Yeah. Um, no, no. I mean holiday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it was props for my show. I gave away a dildo at the end of every show last year. Most be really happy. A fresh one. Can I ask, was it like a, an expensive dildo or just a... Because there's, there's a... <laughs> Welcome no, back no, no, to please, our please. show, Will Be Dildo Talk. <laughs> no, no. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Definitely not sweet chili. Definitely not sweet chili. <laughs> there, I, I'll, no. I'll go with I'll go with a vibrator. Okay, I, I, I would call you know okay. the rabbit All and right. and you know you got three pearls oscillating on the end and and a vibrating kind of clitoral stimulator. A dildo is just a dumb battering ram, just a jam no. in an well, orifice. Okay, so what the fuck are we talking okay, about? Okay, okay. Well, then by that rationale, they're vibrators. But unfortunately, dildo is a funnier word. Yeah, yeah, they of were, course. Because they it's were a comedy. Word. They, it was, they were really large, so I'd still call it a dildo for comedy purposes. And purple. Here's my issue with it because we had to find them. I have a person whose job it was to go sourcing <laughs> dildos for me for my work. Kevin White. Uh, Kevin White. Yeah. Um, dildo hunter. It, dildo hunter. <laughs> Tonight on oh ABC. Oh my god, please guys! Please. Please. <laughs> I've sanitised my hand. <laughs> so Is that like the dangerous catch? It's the one that we found in the end that was I was happiest with because it was big and funny and purple. Is why they obsessed about trying to make it look realistic, like putting veins on it and stuff. It's like no. Oh, if I could, if I could snap my fingers and remove veins from the real ones, I'd do it like that. Well, You're not alone. You have to get the blood back to our heart. <laughs> <laughs> or to the end pooling, of the bell. Pooling, pooling. Jesus. No. I don't care about you, huh? <laughs> no blood vessels. Just the no, one-way pumping system killer. <laughs> massive blood-engorged cock so eventually bursts you'd, you'd and notice, the man bleeds out. Seven, you'd notice if you took the veins away because it would eventually pop and it would be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. And that's physics. I'm t- all right, all right, all right. You cannot pump water one okay, way. Right. Take it all right. Dad works in irrigation. <laughs> Can we get Hamish's dad in here to join yeah. the conversation? Can I just say, though? So if you're Mr. Given, Blake, get your cock out. Point to the veins on it. You can pump it one way, but then it will pop up and spray. <laughs> Guys, I am talking purely aesthetically can I, speaking. Can I say, if someone, if you've given someone a dildo in every single show, yes. that means there's like, what, you did the show 50 times. There could be 50 people every time they use that thinking of you. I'm okay with it. I don't I, don't, I certainly. I don't, I don't have to do anything. <laughs> what? I don't, I, don't, I don't have a problem with it. I don't have to. I don't did you ever know. give it to a man? Yes, but it was Here's hard. Here's a dildo hunter bought. Here's a dildo hunter, right? So, it, but it was hard. I had to experiment because I wanted to. Uh, originally, it was going to be stuck under, just stuck under the chair, the dildo itself. But then, but in a what box, could go wrong? An Oprah Winfrey like maneuver. Yeah. You only... don't have a sex toy. You don't have a sex toy. You do have a sex toy. You don't have a sex toy. <laughs> so it took age because also we only do one a show. I can only do one a show because uh, ABC money, I couldn't afford yeah. it. So it was one a show, right? But um, I didn't, I found um, if it, people drew attention, so if the rest of the audience knew that person got a dildo, they felt really uncomfortable and I wasn't trying to shame. The point was to, to have them in private, right? Yeah. And one time in Perth and I was experimenting when it was just a dildo, it was a, the first time it was a man. If you haven't seen that chair and I was really excited. <laughs> and I was like, you won, here's the dildo. It's no shame, congratulations, go home. And then he came and I was really excited. It was a guy who went home and do you mean like on the spot? No, no, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm getting over excited. So do No, but he, oh. he kept it and he and he took it. I was like, yes, and I left that out. I was like, oh, fantastic! Finally, it's a guy, like man, you know, could experiment or do whatever. How exciting for me! He came back the next day. He came back and he gave it back to me. He's like, I'm so sorry. I don't want this. I don't know what to do with it. And I was like, no, it's a, no, just have it. Give it. He's like, no, I feel weird. I don't want it. And he gave it back to me. So oh. failure. Hey, so then, uh, yeah. Lawrence, are you okay? No, you can't give a dildo back. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what to do with this. Sorry. Seems like you might know what to do with it. Lisa, I was like, what? I gave, no. I gave him 
Aussies as well. It's really yeah. like, come on, mate. Yeah. Figure it out. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, so then um, after that, so then at the end I experimented. It was a, they got a gift <laughs> bag that I had. <laughs> in the end I gave away a gift, a show bag, because I also thought as an adult how often do you get a show bag that had a bunch of stuff in it all relation to jokes in the show, including... The dildo. Someone got a dildo. Yeah. So someone got a dildo, but the rest of the audience didn't know that person got a dildo. So oh, yes, right. there are 50 people also in the world who now own dildos who didn't before because so, of me, and it's one of my proudest <laughs> achievements. And tax time would have been so fun. That, that, yeah, 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 oh my yeah. god, yeah, tax deductible dildos. Yeah. Oh, I meant actually shoving up your ass and oh, doing right. tax time. <laughs> <laughs> Just riding it as you do your best. Just like. <laughs> and that's why you come I'll show the ATO. One in the basket. <laughs> Question four. Question four. Who here? I've got to pick up my kids as well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I real life text my life until I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got two kids. <laughs> what time is it? Okay, oh, it's 3:30. Our booking at Francois is for five. Uh, <laughs> who here once had a job as a furniture polisher? That's not a euphemism. Who had a furni- who was a furniture polisher? <laughs> Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence. Dave Callum. It was you, you dipshit. Okay. <laughs> that is that is some Wikipedia bullshit. Yeah, it's on Wikipedia. That's not true. Oh. That's well, <laughs> it was you, you dipshit. <laughs> question, <laughs> question five. Who here once accidentally went to school dressed as a clown? Who once went to school dressed accidentally. as a clown? Accidentally. Celia. Yes, Celia. Dave? It was Hamish Blake, yes. <laughs> Hamish is just... We had... Uh, I think it was year three, so when I was at eight. We had Crazy Bottoms Day for charity. We'd never had it before, so it was a new thing at the school. <laughs> crazy, crazy Bottoms, bottoms Day? Not Nothing to do. Was it tax time? I'm going to have a Crazy Bottoms Day. <laughs> uh, and it was like, you know, wear happy pants, I guess, was the idea. Bring a dollar for charity and you can wear zany pants at school. I didn't have zany pants, but we had a dress-ups box at home that had a full onesie clown suit. And I was eight, and I'm realising now very sheltered eight-year-old. And so I was like, oh, I guess I'll wear this. And then I was had it on a mum, because she was really, you know, she was still is very encouraging. Go for it, honey. Like, you know, don't, yeah, do whatever you want. She was like, well, since, you know, you've got the pants and it's a onesie, just go as a clown. Like, it'd be funny. <laughs> and I just loved, I loved dressing up in anything. And I let that love blind me <laughs> to the fact that I would have to go to school like this and walk past the high school. And as I was walking to school, as a clown, I was like, I have made a huge mistake. I have made a massive mistake. I'm going to quietly take my notes. I'm taking my notes. Oh, that's so sad that the little... Oh. I'm going to take that off and I'm going to put a jacket on and try and be a low key clown. <laughs> oh my God. That's the, the saddest, crazy oh. bottoms day. I, I understand the uh, feeling. I once had a crazy tops day where uh, when I was a kid, the movie Breakdance to Electric Boogaloo came out and one of the main characters had a crop top. But, um, and so. Uh, <laughs> I decided the night after, which was Saturday, uh, 
uh, I would I would imitate Enrique by cutting a t-shirt in half and my mum's like they're going are you sure love Of course, I'm sure. We'll play out the scene. I'll be you. You be your mum. I'm David. Davis. Yes, mum. What are you doing? I'm cutting a t-shirt in half. <laughs> because I want to be Enrique from Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> but. <laughs> mum, do you know what Boogaloo means? <laughs> Is that, is that someone who hides in the closet, love? I don't think it's a Chris Lilly character. <laughs> Sorry, I lost the audience. And your accent. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. So can I, fi- can I quickly finish the story? So the following day was a Saturday. I saw Electric Boogaloo on the Friday. Cut my crop top up on the Saturday afternoon. Went out to the youth club, and I just got there... And I realized Enrique was a wiry Latino kid. And I was a big, fat, white kid from Ireland. And I thought I've made a horrible, horrible mistake. But you can get so excited at the prospect of dressing up at home. Yeah, of course. And then you... Yeah, yeah. Full of judging eyes. I also had white Dunlop volleys with rainbow laces in them too. I just I was just so pumped because it was our easily our best at-home dress-up school outfit. And um, not everyone respected the dress-up spot like we did. And how did you disguise yours? Because I just sat at the youth club with my arms folded like this, like drinking a Fanta for the rest of... I had a bomber jacket, the school kind of like tracksuit bomber jacket, but I had a white frilly neckline. It was like a white lace. It was like an 1800s French clown. <laughs> So not like not a current day kids party. It was a French clown. <laughs> oh yeah, like the one with the one tier that yeah, comes yeah, down. Yeah. Like, oh, Pal- amazing. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, oh. There was more than one tier. Do you know what? The only way to get that time back is for both of you to relive those moments publicly. To yeah. just, yeah. Yeah. just to go places. Like a Saints and Sinners party. <laughs> Hamish Blake and Dave Callum were shot dead by police inside inflation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, question six. Only question six. Okay, here we go. Who has a song on iTunes called Where the Fuck's the Venga Bus? Hamish. Yes, Hamish. I'm going to say... Dave Callan. Silly Picola oh, does, yeah. yes. Sorry, sorry, I'm, It's not my song. Well, you, it's, I mean, you're I mean, you're featured in it, and yeah. it says if you type in Silly Picola into iTunes, that comes up. Oh, yeah, it's a good cool. song. It's by uh, DC3 or, or Damien Cowell's Disco yeah. Machine, yeah. who yeah. was in Tism. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very yeah. Good. yeah. yeah. He came into it, he recorded it in my flat. Ah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> he was in my flat. Fucking massively yeah. cool. Yeah, it was very scary, but it's just talking is good because yeah. I do not sing. You say, you say bullshit a lot. Bullshit? Yeah. About the. Punctuality of the Venga bus. That was when I was in Japan. I said, no boo shit. <laughs> okay. Question seven. Who here as a child learned African drumming? Who learned African drumming? Lawrence. Yes, Lawrence. Hamish Blake. You are correct. It was Hamish Blake, yes. Encouraging mum. Did you... <laughs> be African, Hamish. Just be African. <laughs> Lawrence Just... get triple points. <laughs> For having an almost uncanny amount of insight into a, into a young Hamish upbringing. 
Just be as African as you want, Hamish. We, You've been a clown. You can do the, anything. We have the Paul Simon video at home. And, uh, and I was playing an ice cream thing. And Mum said, you seem interested. I'll take you to Victoria. <laughs> and you can do a weekend course. And it was me as an 11-year-old. And everyone else was about 60. <laughs> and uh, But they were a very welcoming drum set. But at the time, I was like, what more can there be about bopping <laughs> in rhythm? And I was like, well, I guess that's why I'm going to the, this 10-week course. I'll learn. And at the end of it, I was like, I think it's just bopping in rhythm. <laughs> I, I could tell you no. There's, no. there's no other trick to it. Just bop in rhythm. Don't be culturally insensitive, mate. Uh, <laughs> don't mind you having a go, but don't tear it down. I'm so sorry. Question I'm eight. So <laughs> Question eight. Who here... Who here does Pilates? Or who here is on record as doing Pilates? Celia. Yes, Celia. Dave? It's Lawrence Mooney does Pilates, yes. yes. Core Pilates, Armadale, bring it. <laughs> I don't think Pilates has a gang sign, but... Yeah. <laughs> I am the youngest person in that room. I come, why don't I come and play African by many, <laughs> by many decades. Can you okay. show us a pose? A, I'm sorry? Can you show us one of your poses? <laughs> Okay, so I'm on the reformer bed. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Celia, can you show where we would insert it? Okay. uh. (laughs) All right, question nine. Who, according to their Wikipedia page, is sometimes called danger? Who's sometimes called danger? I'm going to go Hamish. Yes, Hamish. I think I'm almost negative, so I need some points back. (laughs) Dangerous Dave Callan. You are correct. Yes, it was Dave Callan. Yes. Our last question for the live series. Here we go. Who here had clown wallpaper in their room as a child? <laughs> David. Dave says, Hamish, it was Lawrence Mooney. Oh, yes. Did he know you were part of the Brotherhood? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the old bait and switch. very closely, they all had my face. <laughs> so that's your number one, people. Oh, oh. Deservedly as well. So, I think it's yeah. just an absolute banger. Yeah. Oh, I mean, man. it's... I think the live one, the Christmas one as well, is right up there with one of the best uh, shows we've done as well. Oh. Also, the Sydney one was great as well, which didn't didn't get in. I was surprised. The, yeah. the Sydney one, Will, Will and uh, Tiff we'll and break Becky the top ten. Yeah, no, I didn't get there. Which, which is, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> what I'm doing. So that's your top ten. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, thank you so much for inviting me. And first of all, congratulations to you. This has been a big year for the podcast. Yeah. Between well, the pilots and uh, the, the invitation to perform at the comedy festival, The Big Room. Yeah. It's a, it's a, and for someone like me who loves, loves to listen to the podcast just as much as being on it, it's a really great thing to know that, ah, there's... There's more to come next year. Yeah, well, this is the thing. Like, this is, like, at the end of, uh, well, halfway through the comedy festival this year, I was like, I'm just gonna, like, I'm not gonna do the comedy festival next year. I've mm. decided I'm not gonna write yeah. another show because I wanted to actually enjoy a summer and not have to be in right. the room. But <laughs> yeah. I thought, oh, what can I do? I don't want to not do comedy. So I thought, oh, the podcast is something, and people like the podcast. But it was yeah. actually Matt Stewart from uh, Do Go On who was like, when are you bringing that back? It was my favorite, and you don't do it. And I'm like, all right, I'll do it. And so. Yeah, no, th- we got thirty-five episodes this this year. Yeah, or last year when you yeah. listened to this. Because you d- yeah. used to do it in seasons. Yeah. So yeah. and also that was a lot easier because you could kind of bank a few up. Yeah. And then and once then I, once I had four, then start without the pressure them. of every week kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's good to know that uh, we. I mean, that's the other thing is that you don't want it to be in a position where only hand like you're like not many people listen to it or whatever. So you stop yeah. doing it, even though. But now it's nice to know that it's growing. And you've had like quite a few new guests on, yeah. First timers this year, a lot of first timers this year, which is good. Uh, and so, yeah, and being able to get big, and once you get one name, it's mm. easy to get other names. And yes. so, by going, look, 
Tim Rogers is coming on. Uh, so he hit me up and said, yeah, this is my email. So send me That's crazy. Yeah. That he's what he, I mean, I heard you do an advert for his um, yeah, book. For his book, And that I could just tell the excitement in your, yeah. in, in your voice. And then later you go, just please come on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, come on, Josh. Keep it together, buddy. <laughs> so that will be an interesting one, me just being in the room with him going, oh, so tell me this. Yeah. But, yeah, so next year, uh, or this year, I should say, we're going to try and, you know, there's a whole bunch of comics still to come on, but Mm. also try and get... So this last season with uh, my actual friends, so... Not not my actual friends, but, you know... Your non-entertainment industry friends, yeah. So Tash and Zane and the like... Uh, that was fun to have those guys on as yeah, well, and yeah. I probably won't do another one like that. But do hey, other how about ones this with... for a list uh, for a, for a suggestion? What about listeners? I've had that suggestion, and I'm happy to do that. Yeah. But I'll have to go through your social media thing and see if the first <laughs> rounds all right. But yeah, I'm happy to do that. Someone also suggested... maybe do it like a competition or uh, a Patreon bonus or something like well, that. Well, someone right? also ju- suggested that have a guest host and I be one of the oh, contestants. And I'm like, I'm not, be... I'm not fucking giving this hosting job up, guys. <laughs> You could potentially, um, I don't know, you could branch into like uh, family members maybe even. Well, yeah, I'm going down to Tassie in uh, like 23rd of January and my brother's down from London and my other brother's going to be over from Adelaide. Yeah, 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 something like that. The thing is everyone knows the story. I know. Well, you're a clever man. You'll find a way to mix it up. And also my parents hate each other. Yeah, yeah, in the same room. that's tough. We just have to wait for your boys to, your two sons to grow up and then have Uh, them as guests. This is cute. They, because... All the time I'm like, I'm off to do the podcast. Right. And then the other day, Oliver, who's six, he was like, when are we going to do a family? Don't you know who oh, I am? So, Josh, you've got to do a five. I, I mean, if it's a five, I, ten d- minute one. Oh, no, I won't put it out. I'll just do it. <laughs> come in and sit around. No, I think it'll be. Oh, look, I don't want to, you know, obviously. I think Henry three. I think he might struggle on the microphone. So he's, yeah. he's, look, he's got tunes. I saw his pirate song the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pirate in his heart. Pirate ship in his heart. Like, yeah. He's a better lyricist than you. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck. The other, oh. Ollie said when he was three years old, I'll be sad when you die because all the songs will disappear from your mind. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my God. Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye -bye. P.S. and N.B. A sub note. I've never laughed so much (laughs) in a podcast ever. Thank you. No, thank you guys. It was fucking just great. A treat. I feel refreshed. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. On that note, thank you guys. I'm going to have a drink. Stick around. Bye. Hopefully it recorded. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not even bothered. So much fun. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetvcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.